lie they call love Then out of the blue clear sky Falling right into your hand Like rain on the desert sand It's the last thing you had planned Then out of the blue clear sky Here she comes a walking, talking true up his ball and the ball goes up and the ball comes down swings his bat all the way around the world's so still you can hear the sound the baseball falls to the ground now the little boy doesn't say a word picks up his ball he is undeterred Says I am the greatest there has ever been And he grits his teeth and he tries it again And the ball goes up and the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still you can hear the sound The baseball falls to the ground He makes no excuses, he shows no fear 
He just closes his eyes and listens to the cheers. Little boy, he adjusts his hat, picks up his ball, stares at his bat, says, I am the greatest. The game is on the line, and he gives his all one last time. Ball goes up like the moon so bright Swings his bat with all his might And the world's as still as still can be And the baseball falls And that's strike three Now it's supper time And his mama calls Little boy starts home With his bat and ball Says I am the greatest That is a fact But even I didn't know I could pitch like that Says I am the greatest That is understood But even I didn't know I could pitch that good Well, our story starts in Texas, where he's tempered by the heat. This skinny Alvin boy believes his fastball can't be beat, so he brings it and he brings it, and it passes every test. They're talking he's a wild man, might be the fastest in the West. Well, he's drafted by New York, He's gonna pitch up there in shade With those amazing Mets, he'll help him take it all the way He gets a World Series ring He stays modest, he don't boast Now he's off to California Where he'll make history on the coast Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all Nolan Ryan, he stands straight, he stands tall He don't mess around, boys He just throws a mean fastball Tom Morgan is the angel Gets known in second gear Then he pitches for no-hitters In about as many years He's working for Gene Autry They're calling him the Ryan Express he throws one ball a hundred, now he's the fastest in the West. But after eight years on the left coast, he says he wants to come home. So he signs on with the Astros, he'll bring magic to the dome. As he throws his fifth no-hitter, they're talking about he might be the best. In Texas, people know that he's the fastest in the West. Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all. Nolan Ryan, he stands straight and he stands tall. He 
don't mess around, boys. He just throws a mean fastball. Now he's a Texas Ranger, but he don't tote no gun. He'll Damn mow right. you down with a heater. You smell leather here at home. Fuck he you. throws a six no hitter. The Oakland A's just met Big Tex. Damn right. Now they're gonna judge all the rest, boys. Against the fastest in the West. Nolan Ryan. Now let's count up some numbers. He's 43 years of age. He got 5,200 strikeouts. Six no-hitters to date. There's 57 shutouts. Right up against 300 wins. Woo! And on the very first ballot, the Hall of Fame's got to take him in. They did. Nolan Ryan. A hero to us all. Damn right. Nolan Ryan, he stands straight and he stands tall. He's a Texan. He don't mess around, boys. He just throws a mean fastball. Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all. Nolan Ryan. Don't mess around, boys. He just throws a mean fastball. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ.
right, Harry. Oh, welcome to the Arnie State Show here. Happy opening day, everybody. Oh, I, 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 I like uh, honestly, I don't even care if you like baseball or not. It's opening day. It's the best day of the year. Oh, I cannot wait till three o'clock today. Rangers play the Royals on the road. I have tickets to Monday's home opener. I will be there in Arlington cheering my beloved Rangers on. Yes, I know. They are going to suck this year. Don't matter. It's opening day. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's uh, let's say some good morning, see who's here first. Uh, da, 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 straight fire, look at that. So there's that first time for everything. Today's that day. I'm first. Ask family, happy Friday Eve. Well, happy Friday Eve and opening day to you, my friend. Zach texted me. He said happy opening day. What's up, Zach? Bradster says, uh, morning, big one. Welcome. Opening day. Assets, too. Kale says, I'll take second today or third or whatever. Uh, Douglas, happy Friday Eve. Ask Narnie. Uh, Dave Coast says, good morning. It's going to be 83 degrees in Sacramento today. It seems like we were just freezing our asses off last week. Yep. That's the way it is, man. It's crazy. DNA says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Happy Friday, Morgan. Happy Friday to you. Warbird, how about the Mets this year, buddy? I know you're a big Mets fan. I got you, pal. Let's play ball. Hangtown Jen says, I am the greatest, best baseball song ever. Okay. And then, uh, good morning, Ass family. Richard says, damn, thanks for taking me back to being a kid in my grandma's yard. That's my job. Braddy Kid says good morning, and his beef is good. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan has Angus beef he sells here in Texas. Cowboys Girl says good morning, ass family. All right, we're going to get into everything about opening day. Second break of the show. We have so much to do today. Do you realize? I just sounded like, like oh, God, Norm. Uh, oh, Norm Hitchkiss. That's his name. Fucking terrible Ranger announcer. Do, do you realize? Fucking hated that guy. I actually yelled obscenities at him one night. Me and my buddy Ryan were at a baseball game. Um, all right. So, first of all, opening day. Huge, right? Ball games start at uh, noon. I guess they're about to start here in a little bit. Uh, well, noon, a couple hours. Three hours, maybe? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to do all the time stuff now. I'm, I'm all confused. So, we got that. We got opening day today. So, we got baseball on all day today. Tonight, the two-hour crossover event that we've all been waiting for. At least I've been waiting for. Stabler is back, baby. Law and order, SBU along with organized crime. Are you kidding me? My 75-year-old self is ecstatic right now. To only have blue bloods interact with that somehow. I don't know. But we got that today. We got tons and tons and tons of stories. By the way, saw a movie last night that I'm going to review here before I even start the show. I have not started the show yet. We have to do this before I start the show. It's t-shirt time? 1210 is t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 1210. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. 
did you see Russell Wilson to the Bears? Uh, I'm not seeing anything like that yet. I, I mean, I, it, they could are not reporting it yet. I haven't seen anything. I'll, I'll keep an eye out on it. I don't know if that's uh, like I said. I haven't seen anything. Let's see. Let's let's check this one more time. That, that would be the top story. We'll we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, all right. So yeah, t-shirt to nine today. Uh, easy. It's baseball. This shirt is to help everyone. We all now know all the names from who's on first. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't give a darn who's playing short. I don't know his third base. Tomorrow is the pitcher. Today is the catcher. Why? Because and nobody are your starting outfielders. So there you go. It's in a T-shirt form now. So there you go. Uh, Team Kong for the dong. Yeah, last night saw the new King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Now, in the past, I have been critical on these movies. And there's no reason to be critical on these movies unless it's the one thing I'm being critical about. Last night, and this movie has none of that problem. In the first couple Godzilla movies that came out, we didn't see Godzilla. We saw him twice in the movie. That was it. Both fight scenes. Good fight scenes, but eh. The last Godzilla movie I didn't go see because I was so upset with the one before that with the with 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 Brian Cranston in it. King Kong was kind of the same way. At least it had Samuel L. Jackson in there to keep it entertaining. But this movie, King Kong versus Godzilla, I am not going to tell you the winner. But this is a fantastic monster movie. That, that, that's what it is. This is a great, up-to-date, old-school monster movie. Evil bad guy. Kids involved. Hong Kong completely ruined. Good movie. Good movie. For, for monster-esque stuff. This isn't going to go to the Academy Awards. Nobody's going to. And let me tell you, the movie theater yesterday was packed. Had to sit in the handicap seats. It was either the the cripple seats or it was the front row. Uh, Let's see. Alicia says, uh, morning, Arn and ass family. What's up, Alicia? No trade. The Bears offered Seattle a king's ransom a while ago, but they have the red rifle to play quarterback. Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton went to Chicago? That's fantastic. God, the Bears suck. (laughs) I love it. All right. Also today on the show, Douglas sent me a really cool story, and we're going to get to that sometime in the next break about a new tax that they're trying to impose. I can watch it at home on HBO Max for free. Yes, you can. Oh, fucking Andy Dalton to the Bears? Fuck. Look, Andy Dalton did an excellent job, you know, mop-up duty last season. Personally, I think uh, 
Garrett Gilbert, and as much as it pains me to say Gil- Garrett Gilbert did better, I think he had a better game that he played. Uh, yeah, but okay. And the other big thing happening today, we'll do it in about a half hour. I have to let my, my pipes warm up. We have a brand new Ask Artie song. I just need a question. I, I just need somebody to ask me some sort of question, and that way I can legitimately sing it. Otherwise, it's gonna feel it, it's gonna feel kind of uh, 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 you know staged. So if you guys got a question, no, 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 Douglas, I didn't like that video you sent me this morning. You dick, don't like shit jumping at me. You dick. I've seen those before where people like pull out money. Colt McCoy is now an Arizona Cardinal. Okay. Colt McCoy, by the way, they keep talking about all this shit. I keep seeing stories about the eyes of Texas down in Austin. Now they're still talking about not playing it. Colt McCoy is one of those boosters that says, no, you're going to keep playing it. I'm glad. Good for him. I'm going to watch it at home on HBO Max, but I'm still going to wear my mask. (laughs) Douglas says it made me jump. Yeah, it made me too a little bit. All right. So now. Now, finally, we can start the show. Yeah, there we go. See, look at that. Howard Dean is pumped. Maybe maybe in Austin they could play this instead. I'll send it to them. Even though it's baseball season. Longhorns baseball is doing pretty good this year. You play this after every game. Not the song per se. It's just the hook of the song. So you hear it there now. Make ninety thousand people stand up. The eyes of the king. are upon you all the live long day. Ah, all right. Ah! Hey, now we're ready to go. All right, let's start the show, shall we? And like I said, we will get to the new song in just a little bit when somebody asks me a question. Uh, President Biden, who we'll be talking about in the baseball segment as well unveiled his multi-trillion dollar infrastructure plan yesterday, which, by the way, is nothing but a way to rob Americans of their savings and future savings. This is incredibly full of tax raises. Nothing's ever going to get done with it. It's a $2 trillion plan. Where do you think that we get this money from? Damn you, Alicia. 
I, I, I want to know, did they buy some extra printing machines? Is that what happened? When, when Joe Biden took office, did he wheel in some new printing machines for money? And they've been running nonstop ever since January 20th? Okay, he's got something called, let's see, let, let, let's see if I, can, if I can put some lipstick on this piece of shit. The American Jobs Plan is the biggest increase in our federal non-defense research and development spending on record. Going to boost America's uh, innovative edge in markets where global leadership is ours for grabs, like battery technology, biotechnology, computer chips, and clean energy, and the competition is with China. Well, if the competition is with China, we ain't going to win. You see all those people that you want to hire? Those people in America, you've got to pay. We can't compete with them. They don't have to pay their employees anything. For these, these are high-paying jobs, and they should be high-paying. Let me, let me say this right now. These jobs that he talks about, battery technology, biotechnology, computer chips, clean energy, those should be high-paying jobs. I'll be the first one to tell you that anybody that does those jobs should be getting good money. You can't compete with China. When are we going to realize this? More entertaining first pitch, Biden or Kamala? Kamala just put the ball on her chin. Fuck. She ain't throwing that. Biden's going to sniff it. I think, I think Biden has a little bit of athleticism in him. Kamala is going to shit to bed if she throws one out. I don't know if she's throwing one out. I, isn't Biden doing the Nationals game? Uh, th- th- this is what I love. This is what I love is that we go up against people and we compete against them in things we can't win. When, when it comes to that stuff, we can kind of compete, but the problem is we can't because they don't have to pay anybody anything. That's why they're winning is because the rest of the world is afraid of them and won't hammer China for all the human rights violations that happen there. I, I, I mean, honestly, think about it. Think about all the bad shit that happens in China, and we all just look at it and go, okay, it's not us. It's not us. Yeah, can't say anything. Everybody's afraid of because we all owe them money. Biden's going to tumble down the mound. What's with Kamala and her cackling at important issues? She laughs because she has no idea how to do them. By the way, why has she not been at the border yet? If she is this migrant czar. Look, look, I had to live through four years of hearing broadcasters hammer the former president for not doing anything. Well, he he put her in charge of this. Why is nothing getting done? Isn't it strange? Let's say. Because she doesn't care. Yeah, I I, I agree with that, Douglas. 
But here's the thing. Hey, American people, I want you to look at this. As creepy and as weird as Mike Pence was, Mike Pence was put in charge of the COVID vaccine. Now, you can like the vaccine or you can hate the vaccine. I don't care. You have to say, though, wow, what an amazing thing we did by producing this vaccine in such a rapid time frame. That's what Mike Pence did. Kamala Harris hasn't even been to the border yet. Tell me why, again, she's a great choice. Tell me why it's a great idea that she is one heartbeat away from the presidency. Please? Can anybody? The president said the infrastructure funding is needed to help the U.S. compete against uh, autocracies like China. He says, quote, you know China and other countries eating our lunch. Even though he, he said that China is eating our lunch, this is no joke right here. This was a quote they got him last year, say, or 2019. Now he says China and other countries are eating our lunch. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. He didn't believe that. Now he's believing it. They're eating our lunch because you're serving it to them, dickhead. Uh, oh, you didn't hear because she's female and she has darker skin pigmentation. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. That's what makes her better. You are absolutely right. Biden or Clinton might need a blowjob. She can't solve the problem with dick sucking. No, she can't. That's why she's laughing. It's like, I don't know what to do. So this is where the money's going. Are you ready for this? This is where the spending's going. Some of these aren't bad ideas, but do I really think do you really think it's gonna go there? Four hundred billion dollars is going for home care for seniors and disabled. Okay. Now that 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 right there, hey, you know what? Against China, we can compete against that. I, I would much rather go to uh, see a, an American, uh, whatchamacallit, a healthcare worker than go to China. Just say it. I'm betting they're going to be a little bit better. This next thing that we're spending all this money on, right, look. I, I, these things are are yes, people are going out and they're buying them and it's great and fucking awesome for the environment. But for the government to spend $174 billion on electric cars, can, can we just sit down and let, let, let's all talk about something here. This idea that you want to get rid of oil and fossil fuels, I, I, I understand it's all fossil fuels, oil, coal, any anything that's good, and actually from the environment, like oil and fossil fuels, uh, we can't use it anymore because it's too, quote-unquote, dirty, even though it's from the environment. And when it is used and then it is expelled, actually it does wonders for that area. 
just look at the Exxon Valdez area that it crashed and all that oil got over everything, and now that area is pristine. Now, do I think that we should have oil spills all the time? Absolutely not. But you're talking about this $174 billion project to start this idea on on electric cars. Look, Elon Musk has made trillions of dollars. He's going to make Texans rich. Elon Musk, the, 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 the property value in Brownsville, Texas, because that's where they want the Starfleet Center or whatever the fuck it's called to go. If you've never been to Brownsville, Texas, let me just tell you right now, the median house price there is about $42. Those people are going to get wealthy. And, and by the way, the gentrification is going to happen. And it's right there on the border. I, I don't know. I think Elon Musk, after a few days of a few rocket ships getting stolen and taken across the border, I think he might add it with that. He might go, he might move up a little bit more in this state. Why can't electric cars be paid by private business people? Why in the hell is the government involved? Well, because they're involved. The government's involved because they're involved in the auto industry. They have been since the bailouts. They're there to help the these companies. These massive companies. And the reason why the government's involved is because they have a lot of jobs. The government stays involved with these private businesses like Ford and Chevy and General Motors because they're some of the biggest employers in the country. And I get it. I don't like it. I don't think that that companies should be bailed out by the government. I get why they are. the, The motor companies were bailed out because they didn't want to lay off everybody. I get it. It's not right. I get it, but it's not right. I'm with you, Dave Co. Look, if people want to buy electric cars, let them buy electric cars. If the demand is there, see, what you're doing right now is you're fucking with economy. If the demand is there for electronic cars, the market will decide that. And then you'll have to make more electric cars. I don't see that. Is there is there a giant market for like yeah, there's a big market for it. Is it a majority of Americans? I don't think so. Uh, because it redistributes the wealth from the taxpayers to the business people, Dave Co, and then politicians get bought again. Yeah, that's another way to look at it. Government, we are here to help you. People run. Straight fire said that. Uh And it's sad that 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 is the current thought of the government, is to run from that. Because America wasn't built that way. It's turned into that way. Everything that everybody's saying is true. No such thing is too big to fail. If you have such crap business practices that you need a bailout, means you need to file bankruptcy and redo your business plan. Amen. Look, I, I, I wasn't in favor of it. I was not in favor of that bailout. They bailed out the airlines. The airlines had never made money before. Y'all realize that until about 10 years ago? The airline industry, if you broke even, you were a successful company. That That's true. And then they started making money, and that's why flights are so expensive now, because they know we're going to take them. The government at one time i do believe did want to help people but the government is so seedy now 
it's got so many just undesirables in there, like Joe and Kamala. Nancy, Chuck. All these deplorable people. They're the ones who are making decisions for America. Awful human beings. People we would have beaten up in high school. If Joe Biden was my class president in high school, oh, that motherfucker would have been pantsed, might have been swirlied. Kamala was probably fucking everybody on the football team. And, and Kale, you are absolutely right. There's no such thing as too big to fail. I love all these companies that think they are too big to fail. No, you're not. NFL, <laughs> looking at you, Roger Godell. So, yeah, he unveiled this plan yesterday. Oh, what, what else are we spending on? Roads and bridges, $115 billion. Modernized water system, $111 billion. Yeah, we, how about you go to Flint, Michigan first? How about you start there? Oh, this is th- th- this is where it's fucked up. School construction, a hundred billion billion dollars. You're spending four times that on health care for seniors, for people that are about to die. But these young people just coming into their own, you're only going to spend a quarter on that. Public transit, including trains. billion, and then another $80 billion to repair Amtrak. You know, a train. You're going to spend $100 billion on fixing the Internet. Public housing, $40 billion. Airport construction, $25 billion. What, we're going to buy bike lanes and pedestrian safety. We're going to spend $20 billion on that. How about you don't ride your fucking bicycles on the fucking street? You are not Lance Armstrong. I think that's going to be my new thing now. I, I, You know what, ass family? I challenge you. I challenge you. If there is a way you can get it on video legally and safely, safely, I challenge you. You need to videotape yourself, maybe as a passenger in a car, when you're driving around that gaggle of fucking cyclists who all have their Lance Armstrong starter kit on. Just roll down your window. I'm challenged. This is going to be a new chick TikTok virtual challenge. You are not Lance Armstrong. And just keep going. That's a challenge I have for you. If you choose to accept it, good. If not, this note will self-destruct in 10 seconds. Tim says, um, would love to know their actual definition of fixing the Internet, right? I, I'd like to know that. Are we going to get 6G or will it be like 7W? 
Hi, Mama says, happy Friday Eve. I'm so excited for baseball season. Me too. It's opening day. And we haven't even started talking about opening day yet. But we will. Uh, all right. So Joe Biden released that yesterday thinking, hey, this is going to make my day better. But it didn't. It seems that Joe Biden's dog, Major, once again, had a Raja moment. Yeah, I guess it bit another person at the White House. By the way, this is two now. Uh, look, I, I I am the biggest fan of dogs. This, this it obviously shows he is a terrible dog owner. His dog has bitten two people. This dog has issues. This dog shouldn't be at the White House. And I hate taking people's dogs away from them. I think that's about the cruelest thing you can do. But not only, not only is his dog biting people, but one of the dogs, nobody's naming whether it was champ or major. Let's go ahead and say it was major. took a big, giant, steaming dump right in the middle of the White House. There it is. Good boy, Major. These dogs are shitting in the White House. It's like we have it with, it's like they're building a meth lab. A 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They've got the dogs out there. This uh, they, 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 Washington, D.C. around the White House looks like Rio Linda. You got the barbed wire up everywhere. You got some crazy old guy. Got some batshit crazy black woman that lives across the street from him. You got your dogs out there woofing at people, biting people, shitting in the middle of the floor. (laughs) Sorry, Kale. He was trying to eat there. And this guy's dog is attacking people. I bet you Barack Obama goes nowhere near that dog. Kamala's like, nope. Uh Uh-uh, Joe. You better get that racist thing away from me. I, I still want to know, is it biting black people? If it's bitten two black people, please let that story come out. Please. That, that, that would just make my year. If anybody can find out, it will count as your birthday present to me. Unless you're Braddy Kid. If you can find out the ethnicity of the people bit by the dogs, that will be Christmas present or birthday present enough to me. You think that we'll ever see the end of the U.S. as we know it? I mean, with these radicals in Washington trying to force their agenda on the whole country, this forced diversity and gender ideology makes me believe that we are on the road to another civil war. If the government decides that my son can choose his gender before he is an adult without parental consult and allow these teachers to push that kind of thinking to encourage it, 
I know I'm not alone on my opposition of that kind of policy. In our elections, we have no integrity, and the Republicans get cut out of Washington. We, uh, uh, we will lose the balance of power and many of the freedoms we now enjoy as well as the freedoms we have already lost. Yes, Douglas, yes. You understand. You get why this election was so important. Thank God for places. And I know Major League Baseball is upset with uh, uh, Georgia right now because of their new voter restrictions. There needs to be rules in place with a vote. If we want the right person winning, we have to have rules in place. Do I ever think I, I we will see the end of it? I, I think that I don't think that we're ever going to see a, a a real civil war. I think that you might see some. A lot of these protests, a lot of these people. Let me let me put it this way, I think you're going to start seeing some some pushback. Whatever happens in this trial in Minnesota right now with the, the cop that, that, that stuck his knee on uh, uh, George Floyd's neck, killing him. Look, I think the officer should go to jail. I, I do. Did he premeditatedly murder him? No. Did he mean to murder him? I don't think so. Did drugs play into it? Sure, but the cop didn't know that. See, that's the whole thing, man. If you knew that this guy had all this shit in his system, maybe he didn't put the shit on his neck. But, look, he's got to pay for it. And depending on how bad the riots are, because no matter what, no matter what, there will be riots after this. Because whatever the punishment is, short of him receiving the death penalty, no one's happy. No one's going to be happy. I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, and I think that we're going to start seeing pushback. I don't think we're ever going to get to a situation where it's brother against brother in this country ever again. I could be wrong. Uh, Douglas, I think we had a good run. We made it about 230 years. Yeah. This dog is German Shepherd being raised by uh, Mumra, the president. <laughs> I think the U.S. is too big and diverse for the central planning that we uh, that we have in D.C. Uh are you sure it wasn't Biden that shit on the floor and just blame the dog? No, see, I say that, Braddy. Braddy says, well, fuck you, too. No, you get the best gifts. And look, you know, if you find out that the ethnicity, then it'll count as your birthday gift. There you go. Uh, there you go. I'll put it in there for you. You think the former vice president of the U.S. could afford a housebroken dog? No shit. With all the money he gets from Russia? Oh, I mean his son? Oh, wait, his son didn't get anything from that. Oh, we've got a story about Hunter coming up soon. Right next. Next, actually. It's amazing. This, to me, I'm blown away. I am fucking blown away at the next story. Let me read these, though, before I get to it. All right, we're done with Joe there. Dog pooping in the middle of the floor. I think it means a true separation and becoming multiple smaller countries. What do you mean? We'll, we'll see. We're, we're seeing it right before our eyes. What do you mean? We're, we're not fighting in the streets. We're not shooting people every single day 
left and right on behalf of my side is right, your side is wrong. We're mouthing a lot right now. We're not in a civil war. Uh, voter integrity, not restrictions. Liberals have an uh, inability to use words correctly. Shit, they throw out the white supremacy out like for, for any. Oh, absolutely they do. That's a hey, V Coop. We're going to be wondering that for a long, long time. He says, how does one unwanted hugs and sniffs get Pepe Le Pew canceled, but it gets Joe Biden elected president? I mean. Now, first of all, the the first part of this next story, you're going to have to fucking. All right, you ready? Hunter Biden's forthcoming memoir. First of all, okay, who told Hunter Biden to write a book? Who thought that, hey, you know what, Hunter Biden, he should write a book about his life. Hunter Biden has not done shit. But this is why I'm excited about this book. How does this book even get released? Because... He goes into graphic detail, the son of the president of the United States of America, the current sitting president of the United States of America. He goes into graphic details about crack cocaine addiction and even allowed a homeless drug dealer to move in with him. Hunter writes in one of the prologues, I bought crack cocaine on the streets of Washington, D.C., cooked up my own inside a hotel bungalow in L.A. I've been so desperate for a drink that I couldn't make it the one block walk between a liquor store and my apartment without uncapping the bottle to take a swig. Wait a second. Does Hunter not have a handler in the White House? Oh, man. If that's the case, let's get a camera crew on Hunter right now. We need to be following Hunter Biden around on the daily. I think that's his book title. I haven't done shit. I only refer to him as former VP. Okay. Obviously, he's not a very good dealer if he was homeless, right? Does Hunter Biden think he's Nikki Six? I think he does. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, is there a little blame towards daddy here? Uh, Let me read this to you. Hunter Biden tells about how his first drink was a glass of champagne at just eight years old. Oh, he's blaming daddy. He's blaming daddy. Daddy started me off on this road when I was eight. 
Hunter got so desperate. He would cut the plastic nub in vodka bottles to make it flow faster. Didn't eat anything much beyond that was available in the liquor store, Doritos, pork rinds, ramen noodles. Eventually, my stomach couldn't even handle the noodles. There's an old picture of him. God damn, Hunter Biden was a rough-looking dude. There's a picture of him falling asleep with a crack pipe in his mouth. I'll just tell you right, this is this is going to be Joe's downfall. And I'm about to say something, and this is gross to even think about. Knowing our government the way they are. Let's say that they're going to stick with Joe. But Hunter, letting this book out, it's going to show all the stuff that, that we talked about in the last four years about you is all going to be ending up true. I mean, we all knew it was true anyway, that you're taking money, you're accepting jobs for things you can't do based on who your daddy is. Hunter Biden, uh, you know what? Didn't I, didn't I, uh, who did I put on the death pool last week? Who did I, who did I say was going to die this year? I don't think Hunter Biden makes it past 2021. Maybe he dies of COVID. Maybe another sad crack overdose. Maybe he drinks himself. But I'm telling you right now, don't look too far past the government when it happens. Just saying. Just saying. So is Hunter saying that daddy supports child alcoholism? We might not support it, but he started him off on it. So there you go with that. Uh, all right, the White House, since we're staying in Washington, D.C. here, the White House has come out and said, hey, uh, we're not going to push vaccine passport programs. I think that's great. That means I, 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 I can wait to take my shot then. Maybe he doesn't hang himself. You know, you, With this guy as president, with his dad as president, we're going to see Lester Holt come on the nightly news and report that Hunter Biden cut his own head off. But it, it, but, but, but it, it took like 19 hacks. And we're all to believe that. Yeah, by the way, yeah, Douglas, that's awesome. He's getting ahead of that. Yes, Hunter Biden did not hang himself. Uh, Jen Pasucki says uh, uh, the determination and development of vaccine passports uh, will be driven by the private sector. Ours will be more focused on guidelines that can be used as a basis. So now what they're going to do, in my opinion, is this. Because Joe is plenty mad at my beloved Rangers. We'll talk about him, like I said, in the next segment when we talk about opening day. I can see businesses putting something like this together. And I'll just tell you this right now, the blowback against those businesses are going to be terrible. If you own a business and you think that you want to get on board with this vaccine passport thing, 
people are going to hate you, and they're not going to shop at your store. I'm just letting you know. And, and this is from a guy who says, yes, I will take it, and I will get that passport so I can shop at your store. There are plenty of people out there that will look at you as you are part of the problem. So I think that I, I think the government is just stepping on If businesses want to do it, well, that's fine. We'll see how it works with them, and if, if it goes good with them and everybody's okay with it, then we'll mandate it. Actor Brian says, no way Hunter Biden gets clean, grows a conscious, rats out his dad, and saves the USA. This is the ultimate story. Actor Brian, I, I'm glad that you uh, you see it that way. It is, you are absolutely right. You are, that is the ultimate story. But you have to remember something now, Addict to Brian. You are hoping that a Biden gives you the ultimate story. (laughs) You're hoping that a Biden does the right thing. The one Biden that was capable of doing the right thing, well, he's dead now. That was Bo. Hunter ain't going to do it. Hunter wins the presidency in 2028. The world is over. Oh, okay. Ah, there you go. Okay. I don't play those games, but okay, Addict Brian. I see what you're doing there. Okay, April Fools. April Fools. There it is. By the way, I think I got got by somebody. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Bravo. Bravo. All right. So no passport. Pa- uh, even though Hawaii is coming out. And considering a digital vaccine passport for travelers to cro- uh, curb the coronavirus spread. Huh. Why is wow? Why is closing their business? I don't know what I think about this. Hawaii's vaccination passport be like an app form. While the new passports are being developed, travelers can present vaccination cards. The state is reportedly aiming to work with Honolulu-based First Vitals to create the app. So the only way that you're going to be able to go to Hawaii is by getting a shot? Interesting. That is very, very interesting. I don't know what I think. I've been to Hawaii once. I I don't have a problem with Hawaii doing this. Uh, I don't ever need to go to Hawaii again. Do I? I mean... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. I I, I think Hawaii is being a little bit on the pussy side here. But 
But then again, well, here's here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I kind of get it now, though, because I think of it like this: is Hawaii is a part of America. It's an American state, and I always, when I think Hawaii, I always think about only Americans, mainlanders visiting there. I'm sorry, Hawaiians. I don't ever think about how many tourists they do get from China and Japan. Like when you're walking through their airport, I, I've been to the Maui airport, and I I, I, I took a wrong turn somewhere. I, I don't remember where I was going. I took a wrong, and I went through one of the emergency doors, and it just went, yeah. Yeah, okay. Long way for that joke. I know, that was too long. Uh, Tulsi needs to squash that. We'll see. I I, I kind of understand it now because they're getting a lot of people from China. Uh, pretty sure what Hawaii is doing would fall into the federal territory, and since it's interstate travel, they can't restrict it in such a way that they are wanting. It would have to be the feds who implement the law. Okay. Interesting. Do you think, oh, okay, Kale, do you think that the feds are just sitting back and waiting to see what the reaction of people is before they they approve this or not approve this? Hmm. Very, very interesting. I don't think Tulsi holds any office now, but I'm, I know she's not. She's not in office right now. All right. Now, before we get to the last part of today's uh, first segment of the show here on opening day, before we get to this really cool tax they want to get us to later on in the show, I promised you guys yesterday, (coughs) me, 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 that I would do a brand new Ask Arnie song. And so yesterday when the show got over, I sat down. And I penned a brand new Ask Arnie song. And this will be going into the notebook uh, ASAP. And here we go. This is the world premiere of You Need to Ask Arnie. That's the, that's the name of this one here. Okay? Are y'all ready? I'm ready. Uh-oh.
You, you, you want it one more time? All right, we can do it one more time. We can do it one more time. Here we go. Somebody that you know Asking me things that I know And I'm like, damn It's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street is alright Ask me online is out of sight And I'm like, hey You're okay Cause I don't want no coffee I don't want no tea Just give me Dr. Pepper That's all I ever need Oh, oh Sticks and stones only break them bones and oh You need to ask Arnie and do it now He just fucked a cow Man, man, man. Wow. Holy shit. Did I just blow that one out of the water or what? I like all the fire emojis. Hangtown Jen said fire. Hot Mama says gold. Hangtown Jen says, wow, my heart just skipped a beat. Agda Bryan says, you made that original song so much better. Thank you. I literally had to pull myself out of a work meeting and sneak out to dance to this. I got to bounce out for an hour, y'all. Chipped a tooth and been cutting my tongue for the last week and a half, so I'm getting that handled now. Oh, you got a chipped tooth? Is it in the front? You look like a hillbilly. All right, so there you go. There's the brand new Ask Arnie song that I told you I would do, and I did it. Kelly says amazing. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, all right, let's go to this. This makes this makes zero to less than zero percent fixed. New York lawmakers near are, are close to a two point one billion dollar deal that provides jobless benefits to illegal aliens and ex inmates. Meaning, some of these individuals could make more than, are you ready? Are you ready for this? $27,000 in a year. (laughs) Democrats in the Senate and State Assembly have proposed this new bill for undocumented workers, illegal aliens, and convicts anyone who's been out of work for the entire duration of the pandemic would receive an immediate payment of $20,000 and could receive up to 6600 more if they remain out of work until September holy christ Good God. 
the price tag is agreed on. Da da da. They've been posting this final budget due includes three point five billion. They want people to uh, more stringent verification to prove loss of income during the pandemic, such as bank statements, pay stubs, tax returns. You know things that a lot of people don't keep. Oh, and here's another way they're going to get people. Oh, th- I like this. This is the way that Big Brother is going to keep an eye on you. You should get the individual taxpayer identification number, which allows people without a Social Security number to pay taxes because that's what people without Social Security numbers want to do is pay taxes. This is unbelievable. We're just states in this country just handing money out to people left and right. Here you go, willy-nilly. Oh, you just raped a three-year-old? No big deal. Here's $27,000 for you. That guy who raped a three-year-old is going to get $20,000. Yet some hardworking bartender, waitress, who's been out of work, they're going to say no. Those are the kind of people that deserve this. You see, that's the problem with America. This is the problem with you fucking pansy, just weak-ass people. Well, it's not fair that they, 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 they don't get that. No. If you rape a three-year-old girl or boy, I don't care. If you're raping a three-year-old, you're going to go to prison. Hopefully, you get murdered in prison. Yes, yes, I did say that. But let's say some odd reason they kept you safe and you spent, I don't know, 25, 26 years in the prison, whatever. Because you're not going to get a life sentence. Most of the time you don't get a life sentence. So you got 25 years. When you get out in 25 years, let's say, let's say that next year's year 25 and you're going to get out. You get handed a check for $20,000. You were just rewarded. You were rewarded for raping a, a three-year-old. 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Congratulations. Rather than doing what's right and rewarding the people in this country that do work hard. How about this? How about in that plan? You, you know what? Hey, you want, here's my plan. This is my plan. Uh, if I'm the president of the United States, once again, president of the states here, uh, if I had one of these, my first thing would be I would find out, because it's the government, we can do whatever we want. I'm going to find out where people work. And everybody who worked through the pandemic in grocery stores and stuff like that, guess what? 2021, tax-free year for you. That's right, I said it. You worked at a grocery store. You showed up every single day, and you worked your tax-free. I am going to reward the people that suffered through all of this. If you're one of these people that lost their job, I want you to come to the government and say, this is why we lost our job, this business closed down, boom, I'm going to take care of you. That fucking shit stain walking out of the prison that raped a three-year-old girl 25 years ago, yes, he paid his due to society, fantastic. But that doesn't mean society owes him shit now. When he walks out of prison, I go, all right, well, good luck finding a job. And good luck, nobody fucking killing you. That's it. See ya. 
Murderburgers giving all their employees a bonus because their hard work and giving lemon pies instead of apple. Amen to that. That's more than I made a year uh, for three years in Japan serving the military. Isn't that amazing? Why not actually go after the people that this pandemic either harms or the people saw their way through it? How about this? Nurses, along with all these people that are quote-unquote essential workers, you know what? No taxes 2021. Sorry, I, I, no, no taxes for you. You guys don't have to pay taxes. You got to pay sales tax and shit when you go out and buy stuff, but no taxes for you. That's police, fire, EMTs, paramedics, doctors, nurses, all first responders. Don't care. They deserve it. They worked. That's how you should reward the com- country rather than coming up with these ideas of all this money that you're just going to hand out to people that the pandemic really didn't affect. It affected them because they couldn't go to their their favorite casino and gamble the day away while they collect unemployment. Wait, I do have a question. Nurses that were making TikToks while claiming to be uh, so busy, do they get rewarded? Yes, they get rewarded too. Hey, I think there should be rewards out there. We're not giving them any money. They just don't have to pay taxes. To people that this affected, to bar- Joe Bartender or Sally Server, those are the people that actually get money from the government because the pandemic affected them. It took their jobs away from And Bob, the business owner, who had to shut his business down because of some bullshit state regulation or state mandate, guess what? We're going to reopen your business. That's what I would do. I don't look. If we're throwing all these billions and billions of dollars around. Now, look, I know there are a lot of nurses that weren't busy. There were a lot of nurses that were busy. There were people in there. By the way, this this little made-up feud with Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport, don't give a fuck. I I just don't. There you go. That's as much as I'm going to say on that. A picture uh, captures the scale of Seattle's growing homeless program. There's three times the national average as tents spring up on sidewalks throughout the city. Hey, I, I have a question. Here's my question. What in the fuck is wrong with homeless people? Why don't you pick out better places to fucking be homeless? You choose Portland and Seattle, 
places where it rains all the time. Uh, hello, you're homeless. If I was homeless, you know where I'd live? San Diego. Somewhere where it doesn't rain that often. These fucking bums that move up to Seattle. Do you know why you have so many different tarps? It's because you live in a rainy city. You're a homeless person in San Diego. You probably got a cotton blanket that you use as a roof. Kill says, wait, Seattle is the worst for homelessness? That's what they're saying. They're, they're saying it's growing there bigger than anywhere else in the country. Now, that's saying a lot. Now, I'm seeing a picture. And there are tents all over the downtown area. I, and I mean all over and lots of them. I know that L.A. is bad. I, I, I know that L.A. is horrible. Man, it gets cold up in Seattle, too. I live there. Now it's the smell of coffee and bums in the morning. When I lived in Seattle, when I worked there, God, I hated it. I, I, I truly did. The, the people were strange that lived in, in, in Washington State. My dad figured it out. It's because they don't see the sun that much. They really don't. Now, I, I heard the summer times in Seattle are beautiful. About 85 is the hottest it gets. Okay. I, I don't know if I'd necessarily like that. Uh, but whatever. I did not like it. And whenever we – we were not liked at the building by the management. Sales staff and, the, and, and people that worked at the station. Hell, I, I was commenting with somebody uh, a few weeks ago. It was KISW's. 50th anniversary, and they reached out to me to see if I had any pictures. I, I, I'm a guy. I don't have pictures. I didn't have any pictures of our time in, in Seattle, so I, I couldn't help out. But I remember when I worked there, we, we weren't liked. So we had the morning show, so we had to be there literally at 4, to, 4 a.m. to start our 6 a.m. show. I'd get there at 4, have two hours of prep time, and we get the show ready and go. Now, I had to follow uh, someone to work because she didn't feel safe because what they did to us was this. We didn't even get to park in the parking, uh, in the building's parking lot. Like a lot of buildings have garages on like the first six or seven floors. And this was one of those buildings. And the morning show the most popular time frame did not get to park in that. We had to park in a building that was four blocks away. Not four full city blocks, but it, like, like a half a block away. You think I would do that now in downtown Seattle? Well, if I had one of those fully automated shotguns, I would. They made us walk to come into the building. And look, look, I have no problem with that, except it's 4 a.m., and one of the people is a girl. Give the girl at least a parking pass to go inside. 
there's scumbags up there at that building. I didn't get to meet a lot of people. A friend of mine lives there now. She moved up there. She loves it, whatever. I, I didn't make any friends when I was there. I didn't want any friends from up there. I just wanted to do my job and move on. I didn't even try to make friends up there. So there you go. Yep, lack of vitamin D can increase depression. Oh, it does. Now we got to talk about race. I know, it's, it's one of our favorite topics that we talk about on this show, race. How is this happening in America today? How, 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 are, how do we keep getting stories like this in the United States of America in the year 2021? The University of Nevada, right there in Reno. I went to school there. Let me just say right now, I am appalled at this. I, I, I am alumni of there. I did not graduate, but all you got to do is go there to be alumni. A report on Wednesday claimed that the University of Nevada, Reno, has a segregated dorm for Young America's Foundation and said that white people can't live there. That's right. Dorm officials uh, told YAF that whites weren't admitted for the safety of students. After that was the official said that, the dorm official, the, uh, the actual spokesperson for the University of Nevada, Reno, UNR, because they hate being called that. They love to be called the University of Nevada. So UNR told the press later that the dorm official misspoke. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Once again, this is where... Let's have a frank discussion real quick. Before we get into baseball and fun and all that kind of stuff, let's talk about this real quick. For anybody that believes there is no racism in this country, you're an idiot, okay? And by racism, I mean every form of racism. There is not only one form of racism, white against everything. No, that's not true. That is not true at all. I'm tired of these bullshit laws that are in place, these hate crime laws. Are these black people in New York who are beating Asians up going to be charged? Are they being charged with hate crimes? When a black person assaults a white person, why are they not being charged with a hate crime? Yet when it's turned and it's a white person beating on a black person, hate crime. White person beats on an Asian person, uh, Asian person, hate crime. Asian beating on white, not hate crime. Can can I please get some some clarity here? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this bullshit dance that we have to do all the fucking time. That we have to sit around and we have to fucking lie and say there's only one form of racism out there. Because that's politically correct. Well, I'm here to say fuck being politically correct. This is beyond 
fucking mind-numbingly stupid that on a daily basis I get stories like this that the University of Nevada has a dorm set aside for anyone that's not white. That, my friend, is Jim Crow era. They didn't care if Native Americans or Indians went into bars in Atlanta. If you were black, you weren't welcome there because of Jim Crow laws. This is getting to be out of fucking control. And I saw this talked about. That's the part that pisses me off. Uh, A conservative guy by the name of Charlie Kirk. Do I enjoy watching him just destroy liberals? Was on a college campus. And I thought it was the University of Nevada, but I guess it turned out it was. Because they were talking about this. Charlie Kirk asked these two stupid liberal fucking idiots that went to school there. Do you think it's okay that blacks have their own dorm? That's a simple question. Ask family, I'm going to ask you that question. And I want you to answer me truly the way you feel. Do you think that blacks should have their own dorm? Uh, let's see. Brad Kid says no. Ghost in Nevada says no. Hi, Mama says no. Why do we need to separate people? Pretty soon they won't let us drink out of their drinking fountains. Only if whites can, otherwise, no. No, isn't that segregation? Yes, then we won't have to hear about the horrible things they suffer every second of their lives while they are in mixed race dorms. Not unless you do the same thing for every single race. That right there is pretty much the only one that would be... Correct the mundo. So congratulations to Jeff Yo and everybody for understanding this is not right. The, the, the talk with these two morons went on. So Charlie Kirk asked him, is it okay if blacks have their own dorm? Now before either of the dumb fucks said yes or no, One of the dumb fucks said, well, do they want that? And the answer is yes. Well, in that case, yes, yes, then absolutely. So should whites have the the, the follow-up question was there. This is why I like Charlie Kirk. He's not afraid to ask that follow-up question. So they asked, do you think blacks should have their own dorm? Is that what they want? Yes, then absolutely. So if white kids wanted their own dorm, Would that be okay? The answer was, shockingly, no. Wait, 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 wait. And by the way, Charlie Kirk tried to get an answer from him, 
Their answer was the simple, easy one. Well, that'd be racist. Wait a second. This is the mindset. We have to change this mindset. If blacks want a dorm, and I'm just using blacks because that was the original example. If black kids who go to school want their own dorm, That's where the university has to say, no, 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 this, this university is about diversity. We want to put you guys all together. That goes against everything that Morgan Freeman said in that easy way that he ended racism. I'm not a black man. I'm a man. You're not a white man. You're a man. You're a man. I'm a man. She's a woman. She's a woman. That's what we're supposed to be like, right? And these two morons never, ever got it, though. This is the problem, is that when Charlie Kirk did call them out, when, he, when they said, no, the whites can't do that because that would be racist. Why is it racist? And they had your typical answers, well, because they're white. Why is it not racist when the black kids want to do that? Well, they're black. They can't be racist. Huh? Huh? A black can't be racist? Do do you realize that there are black slave owners? Now, that's not going to make them racist per se, but it's got them full of some sort of hate to where they think they can own another human being. There weren't tons. There were black slave owners, though. Pretty funny how blacks want segregation now. This is this is what I don't understand. All this this work that people like Martin Luther King did to get even that school to open for those students. Think about that. Think about what it was like in the 60s in college because blacks had their own dorms. Why? Because of segregation. If that school allowed them to go there, they were going to live on their own. They fought against that. They stood up. They marched on bridges. They sang songs. They held hands. They died. People died. That that that's the thing that I don't even think the the whatever fucking this generation's name is, they don't really grasp. People died in the name of equality. In the name of desegregating, people died. People were murdered. And now you want to have your own dorm. Personally, in my opinion, if people want to choose to segregate for any reason or any idea or any basis, it shouldn't be a matter. But if one group is allowed to have special privilege over another, then it's wrong. Bullshit, if you're white and own slaves, you're deemed racist. So fuck you if you're black and own slaves, you're racist too, okay? Pretty soon Democrats will put them into camps to keep them safe. No shit. So they can maybe, I don't know, concentrate on something? Now, the reason why I'm making a big deal about this, 
major. There's this is a major reason why. And something who said this, Douglas says it. If you choose to live in an area of gr- uh, where there's groups like you that you can relate to, a little Italy, a Chinatown, someplace like that. I have no problem with it. But the first thing, see, I didn't read this story to you in order. The first line is the most important line. A taxpayer-funded university in Nevada is denying claims it has designated certain identity-based dorm rooms off-limits to whites for the safety of student participants. Well, they deny it because they know that that would be illegal. Because if it's a government-run institution or if it's a government-funded institution, you can't do that. You can't segregate. You can't. No matter what, no matter if the black students come and say, hey, we want our own dorms. Sorry. You can't do that. And I know I I just broke my number two rule. Damn it to hell. I hate when I break my own rules. Well, probably number three rule. Logic and consistency is the only real rule on here. I don't ask what's next. And I don't say you can't do that because they're obviously doing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I broke my own rule on this show. The heat of the moment got to me. I hope you can forgive me. I really do feel bad saying, oh, they can't do that. Well, they're doing it. Hey, fucking, I got myself. Now you'll believe me. Before anybody on on the Mixler thing ever writes me again and says, but they can't do that. I just said that. And there's obviously a dorm at the University of Nevada right now. Uh, Just because someone has slaves doesn't necessarily make them racist. Just because they have slaves doesn't mean the slave black, white. Slavery is moral, but but doesn't equate to racist. But it does. And here's why, Douglas. You're right in some some of your points there. We don't ever look at at white people as slaves anymore. Okay? Let's just take all your ideals back. We don't think about the Jews that were slaves in Egypt, even though Africans had nothing to do with that. I, I already know. It's a joke. The Egyptians held the Jews for over 400 years. And then black folks came to this country. And do you know why they did that? This is where, the, this is where it comes in. They thought they were less than. The pigmentation, they thought they were less than humans. That's what makes it racist. And it's all based on the pigmentation of their skin. That's why slavery is racist. Because they own it. They went there, and they went, and they, they bought a bunch of, I, I don't know, tribe people. And they thought they were better than them. So that's where it comes in. And, of course, as Brady Kitts says, the woke has deemed it racist. So if the woke has deemed it that way, then it will be that way. 
Well, slaves that matter were black. Well, because we don't talk about indentured servants. Everybody who came over here from England in the 1700s, the Mayflower had slaves on it. I know, I just blew your mind. The Mayflower had slaves on it. You want to know why? They were what's called indentured servants. They were people that wanted to leave England, but they couldn't afford to leave. So what they would do is they would go to someone who was going on that boat, and they would say, hey, uh, I want to go to America, and I will work for you until I pay this off. The problem is that they never allow them to pay it off. That's what an indentured servant is. They were paid by letting them come to America and work on their, their plantation or wherever they bought. White people, and, and the numbers are far less than whatever the black slaves were. I, I'm not trying to say that they were equal in any way. Just like the, the Jews were millions enslaved for over 400 years. It's what we do in this country. When we think we're better than somebody, I mean, think about it. Think about watching the movie Gladiator. The rich and powerful can do whatever they want. They've proved that over the years. These were all slaves that were fighting, fighting to the death. But we don't talk about them. Because that's just stupid, really. That's dumb. That's dumb. No, what's dumb is allowing a, a university in the United States of America. Oh, let's see. Oh, Great Basin Hall. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh huh. Let's just uh, Google this here. Great Basin Hall. Great Basin Hall. UNR. Oh, look, they have a phone number. Oh, my gosh, they do have a phone number. Let's call that phone number, shall we? Come on, ring. Hello? Great Basin Hello? Yeah, are you there? Is this Great Basin Hall? Yes, it is. Do you guys have like a, a student store in there? No. Oh, okay, so I can't get any whiteout in there? No, we don't have a student store here, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, what, what, do you, is there a store that, that sells whiteout, or is that all like on, on the campus? It's going to be on the campus. It's going to be uh, the Joe Crowley building. Okay. So they, they, the they, allow, they allow white out on the campus? Yeah. Okay. Just not whites? Yeah. Okay. Thank All you right. so much. I hey, appreciate that. Hey, go pack. All right. Wow, no go pack in return? How come we don't hear of the woke descendants of slaves in places like Haiti, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, 
Only 25% of the slaves from Africa wound up on the east coast of the USA, yet we don't hear about reparations and racism in other slave destinations. There's a lot of things that uh, he said yes to no white. Yeah, exactly. He didn't know what it was going on there. The whiteout. Uh I, I think I think this is awful. Here, here's the spin they're trying to put in there. Uh, in these communities, students with shared academic, social, and cultural interests live in the same floor and attend courses together. The experience is considered a high-impact practice, promoting higher grade point average, higher year first year to second year retention rate. Bullshit. You find anybody in school you like that's studying the same thing, they ain't got to be the same color as you do. It's so bad. So bad. Fuck them. Uh, I, I'm glad I don't donate to their program. I'm glad their football team sucks now. Basketball team can go to hell. Fuck the universe. I, hey, you know what? I should have said it a long time ago. Let me let this. I, I, I got I to get this off of my chest real quick. I have a major issue with UNR, and here's my major issue I have with them. They aren't all that, nor am I, by any means of the way. But when the, your radio station the station that carries all your football games, all your basketball games, including women's, when, 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 when the flagship says, hey, we'd like to get an interview, maybe you try to make it happen. For example, let's say that the University of Nevada was on ESPN Radio in Reno, right? Okay. And there was only one live show on the entire station. And that whole live show could be dedicated to you if you were to give back. But no, no, you're, you're bigger and more powerful than that. When they hired their head football coach, uh, coach Joe, Jay Norvell, this is a fun story that I like to tell people. And this is one of those stories that always, things have always kept me grounded in my career. And I've had a very good career, and that's thanks to you guys, and I know that. I called the University of Nevada and asked to get him on the show. We're the only station they're they're playing their their games and things like that. And they told me, well, no, he's too busy right now. Maybe before the season. We're talking this is back in like January ish. I said, okay, thank you. And I, I I was kind of beside myself. And so for shits and giggles, it was right around the same time, University of Texas. Hired Tom Herman, who at the time I thought was a great hire. And looking in hindsight, he was a bag of shit. But I was very excited about Tom Herman. And Tom Herman did something that 
he probably regrets doing. He put a picture of his original business card up when he was a graduate assistant, and now it's head coach. And he didn't black out the number. Well, I have, I had the number. I, I might still have the number. I don't know if they've changed it now. There's a new coach in there. Uh, but I called it. I called his office. I talked to his, his secretary and actually scheduled a time to get an interview. Now, the interview never happened, but Tom Herman took time out of his day the next day to let me know that he needed to reschedule and for me to give him a call. I wasn't there long enough to, to call him back and reschedule that. So think about that. I'm in the hometown of the University of Nevada, and they want nothing to do with me. Yet about 1,600 miles away in Austin, Texas, the head football coach of a nationally ranked team, a team that fucking matters, is taking time out of his day to call to reset the interview. There's this, this whole idea at the University of Nevada in Reno, UNR, that you are bigger and better than everything else. You're not. You are the same middle of the road to low man on the road when it comes to all your sports. You need a little comeuppance. You need a little put you in your place. That's what you need. University of Nevada, if I had enough money, if I had Elon Musk money, this is what I would do to you. I would send you the world's biggest mirror and then just put the word, really, underneath it. Fucking hate that place. Didn't like going to school there. Shit. Mm-mm-mm. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk about opening God. Now, now just wait, 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 wait. We're going to talk about opening day. There it is, all right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. town ain't small, it's a little of both, they say. Our ball club may be minor league, but at least it's triple A. We sit below the Marlboro Man, above the Rockville Wall. We do the wave all by ourselves. Hey, up a blind man could have made that call. We like our beer flat as can be. We like our dogs with mustard and relish. We got a great pitcher, what's his name? Well, we can't even spell it. We don't worry about the pennant much. We just like to see the boys hit it deep. There's nothing like the view from the cheeks.
toast the boys again that local band is back in town they got a kind of minor league sound they're not that bad they're not that good but all in all is understood we want to dance they want to play we wouldn't have it any other way we like our beer fat as candy we like our dogs with mustard
Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, Alicia says, I'm back, fam. No more jaggedy front tooth. Good, good, good. Thank God, because my bestie can't hang with me with fucked up tooths. Do love me some baseball music. Fingers crossed the season stays as scheduled. Things open up more so we can see the Yankees in Oakland in August. A little glimmer of hope for me. I'm rooting for you. I, I promise you that. I am definitely rooting for you. I mean, today's opening day. I texted a couple buddies of mine this morning. Happy opening day. And, uh, you know, uh, both of them former baseball players. One guy says it the best, best day of the year. Look, this is, a, this is the day. This is why it's a big deal. This is the closest some people are going to get to having a world championship. This is as good as the Rangers are going to be right now. I have hope in my heart. But I, I know that that's going to fall on deaf ears because the Rangers are fixing to suck. I don't care, though. Now, games start. Uh, games are going to be starting here, I, I think, in about 10 minutes on the East Coast. Maybe another hour. I, I don't know. The Yankees are the first game out today. Cardinals play the Reds. Uh, historically, uh, in, in time, it started about seven, eight years ago, and I've called bullshit on it ever since, and I will call bullshit until it's rightened, righted. The Cincinnati Reds should be the first fucking Major League Baseball game every single season. They were the first professional team, the Cincinnati Red Stockings. That was their name. They are the first team, and they used to be given the honor of playing the first game every year. Until we go back to that, I'm not happy. See, this is why I should be commissioner. I'd fix shit up. Well, Captain Dipshit... Not the commissioner, but the commissioner of America, if you will, Joe Biden, decided that he was going to go on ESPN yesterday. Boy, you know, that's a presser he's been waiting to do. When do I get to be on the Ocho? Can I be on the Ocho? I have to explain to him the Ocho doesn't exist. Well, it was in that dodgeball movie. You know, I knew Patches of Hulan. They asked Joe Biden about Major League Baseball. And then they asked him about my beloved Texas Rangers. And he said it was a mistake for the Texas Rangers to open their stadium full capacity on opening day. The Red Sox, who, by the way, game has been postponed today, they were going to have 12,000 people at their game. By the way, the, the game is not sold out yet. 40,300 people can fit in the new stadium. Globe Life, is it Globe Life Park? Globe Life Field. I got I to gotta learn the name of it. Ranger Stadium. And guess who's going to be there? That's right, Joe, me. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to lick everybody there. I want to get COVID in a baseball game. You know why? Because there's nothing more American than that. If you go to a major league game and get COVID, that, that makes you a special American.
the roof will probably be open. It sucks because I'm going to go to a, I want to go to a fucking dome. I want the air conditioning on me, damn it. I'll be sitting on the third base level, 300 section. That's right, foul ball territory. All you big hitting lefties from Toronto know that you're in my territory. Fans attending Rangers game will be required to wear a mask except when eating or drinking at their seats. So I'll always have a cup up to my seat. If I don't, I'll be spitting in it. Bam, no mask. Now, after the home opener, the Rangers are going to have certain parts of the field that will have distancing and all that kind of bullshit happening. Don't care. Today is opening day, and there is, uh, to me, college football is a close second to this day. That first Saturday in September, I get really hyped for that day. You, you know I get excited for that shit. I mean, today's T-shirt is the who's on first T-shirt. Tomorrow's T-shirt will be similar. Just letting you know. The Nationals are going to open their stadium to 5,000 fans. That's so dumb. The NFL is already making plans to host fans at full capacity in September. So there you go. All right. So Joe Biden thinks the Rangers are are making a mistake. Now, here are things to watch this year on opening day. Let's see. We we got all the matchups. Toronto against the Yankees today at uh, noon my time, 10 o'clock your time on the West Coast. Uh, let's see. Yankees are loaded this season. I think the, okay, it, this goes through all the games. Where, where's my game? Come on. Give me the Rangers. Give me the Rangers. Uh, not seeing anywhere yet. Come on. Keep going down. Okay. Uh, Rangers, the, the underrated Brad Keller starts things off for what could be a sneakily solid rotation and a sneaky playoff contender. Oh, Keller plays for them? Okay. Yeah, we're, we're not going to be that good. Yeah, the Rangers, the Rangers are going to be bad. Oh, God. They, they don't even talk about the Rangers in this story. This is all the matchups for day one? Okay. What did you send me, Douglas? When did this happen? <clears throat> Four people, including one child, are dead after a suspect opened fire in Orange, uh, Orange California business last night. Uh, read more. Fifth victim was shot. Okay. What are the details? Suspect also shot and remains hospitalized. Okay. Thank you, Douglas. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What else we got here on opening day? Uh, what you need to know for opening day. All right. If you guys got any baseball questions, send them my way. All right, here we go. Madison Bumgarner's back with the Diamondbacks still. Sure hope the Yankees take it all the way this year. I'm tired of the team being average for the last 11 years. Yeah, it's horrible. 
those 27 titles you have, God, I am. I, I, I couldn't rest my head on that. I couldn't rest my head on having more championships than any other franchise in the world of sports. Gosh. Cry me a river, fucking Yankees fans. I have been on this earth for 49 and a half years, and I am yet to witness that World Series championship raised. I was one strike away twice, and all I want is one. That's it. I don't want. Uh, I, I I don't want a dynasty. I mean, that would be lovely. I would appreciate it. I just want one. That's it. That's that that that's all. I'm not asking for everything in the world. My 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 Cowboys football team has surpassed. Five, I'm happy. Longhorns have four national titles. Stars have a, a Stanley Cup. The Mavericks, who I hate, have a championship. But the team that I love more than any other team out there, my beloved Texas Rangers, none. Uh, I sure hope, yeah, okay. can't wait to see all those Dodger fans get down this season. Got to play a full season. Does not good have 27 titles if we're just going to let everyone else catch up. Well, you got to let somebody catch up. The Cardinals are the closest team by, I think, 13. Okay, so let's see. Uh, What do I – Zach just asked me, uh, who are your picks for MVP of the American and National League this year? Uh, National League MVP is going to be a lot easier for me to come up with because it's on the top of my head, and that's Mookie Betts. I think Mookie Betts wins it for the Dodgers. I think he has an outstanding year for the Dodgers. Uh, that, Mookie Betts, to me, is a class guy. That's the thing about Mookie Betts. I do like him. I think he's a hard player, uh, uh, a hard-nosed player. He's kind of a throwback player, and that's why I like him. Holy shit, man. Oh, man. Oh, my God. We do actually have. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Legendary, iconic coach Roy Williams. One of my all-time favorite coaches. He's at the University of North Carolina. Roy Williams, it just... It was at Kansas. I believe he went to SMU for a while, and then he went to his, his alma mater of UNC. Is retiring after 33 years on the bench. Go get him, coach. Got to love Roy Williams. Got to love that. Uh, all right, let's see something here. All right, so Mookie Betts in the... National League, American League. I'm going to go out on a limb. You ready for this? MVP, because I do believe the Yankees are going to be really good this year. I think they're going to be really, really good. The Red Sox, I I don't have – no – not a lot happening this offseason. The, the Angels are going to be another big disappointment. Sorry, all you Halos fans out there. Mike Trout's always going to be in the talk for MVP. And I like Mike Trout because he's another throwback player. By the way, the biggest bust in all of baseball 
Bryce Harper is still a Philly. Just want to put that out there. I love the fact that Bryce Harper can't even sniff an MVP now. Um, I think the Dodgers are going to be good. I think the American League MVP goes to Aaron Judge. I think he finally puts it together, and I think th- this is the thing that scares me most. Harrison says, UT needs to stay the hell out of Lubbock. Why? Because we want your basketball coach? I-, I didn't think he was coming, Harrison. Come on, Harrison. Take that ugly red hat off. Put that beautiful burnt orange back on, son. Um, I think Aaron jo- I think the Yankees... They still got, what, Stanton, right? I, I, I think the Yankees are a solid team this year. And I think that the injury bug has bit them over the past three or four years that's caused them. Wait, 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 wait. Chris Beard is officially – is that the old Texas – is that the old co- – wait a second. Harrison, is that the tech coach? Did he come over? I thought he was not coming over. Beard is coming over. He's officially a Longhorn. Harrison says, wreck him. No, no, no. Harrison, hook, hook, hook him. Hook him. Not wreck him. Hook him horns. Wow. That's a big pickup for that. Yeah, okay. Texas Tech basketball. That's more breaking news. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, more breaking can I please news. have Thank your you, attention? Harrison. I've just been handed and an Zach. urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, University of Texas is going to be awesome. Probably win the national championship in basketball next year. That's breaking news. To go along with that one, they're winning in football. By the way, swimming and diving just won national titles. Just, I just want to put that out there for you guys. I think Aaron Judge wins the MVP this year because he's going to have retarded numbers. That lineup stays healthy. You can't pitch around that that lineup. Uh, okay, division winners, I'll go the Yankees in the East. If anybody's writing this down, please uh, keep track of it for me. Uh, the American League Central, nobody gives a fuck about. So we'll just say, uh, hate the White Sox. The Indians can go kiss my ass because they got rid of Chief Wahoo. Detroit, did Mickey Cabrera still play there? Last guy to win the Triple Crown. He's like 600 pounds now. Can't see who the Rangers are playing today. I hate them. Minnesota has always been a fucking terrible. I'll say Minnesota wins the Central. Ain't going to happen, but whatever. Uh, winning the West this year, I do want to pick my Rangers. Not going to, though. I will never pick the Houston Astros on this show. Angels are not going to be any good. I'll say the A's win the West. There you go. National League East. Philadelphia Phillies will finish in last place. The Marlins showed signs last year. It was not a full season, but the Marlins showed some signs. Nobody paid attention. Didn't the Marlins make the playoffs last year? Nobody gave any kind of credit to Derek Jeter for that as the general manager or vice president or whatever the fuck he's doing there. Not this season. But watch out for the Marlins. Just telling you. I know that's crazy. It's crazy. But, no, watch out for them. Phillies finished last. 
the Mets, can they do it? Can they put it together? I, I hate the Nationals because Fauci likes them, so fuck them. They can finish tied for last with the Phillies. You know what? I'm going to take the Marlins in the East. No disrespect to the Mets. I just, look, you hired your, your GM. The, the greatest story to come out in all of postseason baseball. I, I, I have to find it for you. This is this is one of the greatest. Uh, uh, let's see, Mets GM. There we go. This is the best story ever. The general manager is the guy who puts the team together. He's one of the most important people in the franchise, and that was Jared Porter. He sent forty nine unanswered texts to the same reporter. By the way, it was 48th. The 49th was a picture of his dick. That's what the Mets have had to put up with in the offseason. 48 messages she didn't respond to. Please stop. That's a response. She didn't even do that. And then finally you said, well, hell, I'll send her a dick pic now. Yeah, he got fired. So I I, I can't pick the Mets because they've been dealing with that all offseason. The greatest story in the history of offseasons. So I'll take the Marlins. Hey, Derek Jeter, I see what you're doing over there. I see you. Uh, the Central, we got the Brewers, the Cubs, the Reds, the Pirates, and the Cardinals. I'm looking at a picture of my dad right now, and uh, y- y- you pretty much know how I'm going to say. Y- you know what I'm going to do here. Y- y- you know what I'm picking. Now, I do, I, I do think that Pittsburgh is a joke. Milwaukee, I I can't trust them. Are the Cubs for real? They won their title, and it's been kind of like, huh? Pirate, did I even say it? It's Cincinnati. There's two teams in this division. It's the Cubs and the Cardinals, and I'll take the Cardinals all day long. And that one's for you, Pop. Uh, No worse of fans than Giants fans out there. Sorry, all you Giants fans. Uh... I don't think you'll finish last in the division this year because San Diego's in your division. And Fernando Tatis Jr., I'm going to tell you right now, will be a bigger bust. Are you hearing me? Are you, are you, hold on a second. Let me, let me get this sound effect ready. Let, let, let me get something ready for y'all. I'm about to make uh, some history right here. Fernando Tatis Jr. will be as big a bust as Bryce Harper. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? Now, if you don't know what I'm trying to say, it's this. All right, there you go. That's what I think of them. Uh, I think the Dodgers win that division again. So there you go. Those are my official picks. Mookie Betts, MVP of the, Ameri- of the National League. 
Aaron Judge, MVP of the American League. Uh, is that, oh, one more thing uh, for, uh, where'd it go? We'll just play this really quick, and then we got a couple more sports stories. And then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll figure out what to do after. But I, I got to play this first. dad right there i i haven't put it up on facebook yet hold on a second or I, I need to i need to do that hold on instagram where's it at i gotta find uh where where where's where papa where is that at? i know it's on here it's at the very beginning why is it not letting me do videos there we go. 54 seconds. That's perfect. Next. Bang. Happy. Opening. Day. They have bunting on here in the emojis. Hold on a second. I got to send this out to everybody. If you want to see how that was recorded. Well, that's not the same recording. Mm, come on. Where's the bunting? I swear they've got bunting in here, don't they? That's right. I know what bunting is. Better recognize. They don't have it. That's weird. I thought they had that kind of crap in these phones. Oh, this phone is a piece of junk. Is that one? No. All right. Well, whatever. Go back to that and then hit OK. Happening opening day. There you go. That's all I'm putting up there. Oh, look at there. There's a picture of prime time playing for the Braves. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go Yankees. And then um, love your pop playing. It's such an incredible memory. Yeah. Oh, man. That was awesome. Uh, all right. Here we go. Supreme Court. Now, we've talked about this a number of times on the show. And now the Supreme Court's listening to it. So this thing has become very, very real. And I think a lot of people are going to be upset. The Supreme Court is to hear a case on how college, how the NCAA allows colleges to reward student-athletes. Now, what they're saying is this. The Supreme Court will rule on if student-athletes can be paid. Under NCAA rules, students cannot be paid, and the scholarship money... Uh, college offer is capped at the cost of attending the school. So we've talked about it a number of times on this show. 
should college athletes get paid? And this all comes under the heading of, finally, these athletes, they've started to stand up for themselves a little. And I think in some situations, they have a point. And that point is this. When you put their likeness onto something or their name on something, shouldn't they recoup some financial benefit from that? They are, they are receiving a, a scholarship to play football, but now the university is also receiving money from them based on their name. And that's why EA Sports, the college football game, went away. It's because of a guy named Ed O'Bannon. He played at UCLA. He was a basketball player. I remember when he played there. And he went after EA Sports to get rid of, to, to get paid. He didn't make it in the NBA, which is fine. He was kind of a bust. He was a middle tier player in, in, in the NBA. He was a decent college player. He's like, hey, you're using my number. You're using my likeness. It's a tall black man who plays my position. And it really got bad when they started using, like, and and now, like, tattoo artists are getting involved with these video games. A tattoo artist, I, I forget who it was. There was an NBA player that was on NBA 2K or whatever, you know, 20, 20K or 22, 20K. I, I don't know, whatever they're being. And his tattoos were on it. And the tattoo artist said, hey, that's my work. I need to get paid. I forget how that that case went and fell out, but. Players get kickbacks from bowl games, grab bags, and award show and stuff. Okay. Uh, With a huge push for student loan forgiveness, isn't a full-ride scholarship a pretty substantial payment? Jeff, yo, yes, I would say so. I would say so, but here's the thing. This is where I've always argued it, but the problem is is that the Supreme Court is going to run into a giant buzzsaw. And, and I'm about to tell I, I, let me let me let me lay this all out. Let me let me lay out my, my whole thesis of this before I get to why it's never going to happen. Yes, a scholarship is a huge payment. Now, not a lot of people realize that a scholarship is only year to year. You don't get a quote-unquote full ride. That first year is paid for. And if you play to your potential, the second year will be paid for. And so on. And so Now, there's a lot of guys that are there on scholarship that lose their scholarship because, well, they don't make it. So if they want to stay on the team, they can stay on the team and try to make it, but now they got to pay to go there. Now, let's say that you're going there and you've got this scholarship for four years. We're talking anywhere between $100,000 to $500,000 education you got. All right? You got $500,000 education. But your senior year, 
You won the Heisman Trophy. You generated tens of millions of dollars for your university. This is all above and beyond what your scholarship. You not only brought a, a, a national recognition to the program, which is your job, but also there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that. Good universities have bigger fucking enrollments. Why? Because people like to go where winners are. It's true. So you're going to see an uptake in admissions. So that means they can raise the cost of admissions as well. So the university is reaping everything that you're sowing. Not to mention the television money, the bowl money, every game money that comes in, and all of the licensing. And these players aren't supposed to get any of it. Not one cent. Uh, I like the likeness thing, and I'm excited for the kids. My Longhorns will be able to recruit with literally no limit on money we make. But isn't paying kids more than scholarship the death of the little schools? Well, here's what they could do. Now, once again, once again, I'm going to play in your world, Jeff, because I know this is not going to happen. The death of little schools. I've heard that a lot. That's a great point. I say die, but, but, but the NCAA will be able to put a cap on it of what you can pay each player. That, that, way, that way, the University of Texas is on the same playing field as, let's say, some shit school named, uh, you know, some lowly ranked Division One school that that's not any good. Like, I want to say Indiana because they had a good year last year. Who's always bad? Who's who, who's always terrible? Oh, the University of Nevada, perfect. The University of Nevada and the University of Texas can only spend the same amount on the players. Lamar. <laughs> Uh, I'll stick with Nevada. So what happens? Okay, the NCAA says, this is what you can pay. Boom. All right, great. Oh, I, I understand that you're paying devil's advocate, and I appreciate that. But this is a real conversation that, that I am so far ahead of everybody else having this conversation right now that when this conversation is held on a larger st- uh, uh, place in two or three days, when the Supreme Court starts to hear this and rule on it. And I'm going to tell you what's going to nix everything. And the Supreme Court can just come. This is why I should be on the Supreme Court. No college athlete will ever be paid to play a sport at their university because of one thing and one thing only. I blew your eardrums out. I'm sorry. I did the same thing to myself. And that is Title IX. 
Title IX will shut down everything about pay. We just saw a great example at the beginning of the NCAA basketball tournament. The women were playing their tournament at the same time. I believe that everything was held in Indiana, I think. I I didn't watch much of it. I know that UCLA beat Michigan there in the Final Four. Uh, But the women came out and said, hey, wait a second. Why is the men's weight gym way better than ours? Now, granted, I can answer that question. Well, because guys' sports matter. But I, I know, see, that would be the wrong answer. That would not be the politically correct answer. The politically correct answer is, I'll fix that. And it got it got thrown out there in the news, and people started talking about this title. I know how dare they. And Title IX is something that, man, I, I tell you what, religion, like I've always said, is a, is a pastime in this country. Title IX is more of a religion than religion is. When it comes to the NCAA, they follow that thing to a T. I mean, there is no place more politically correct than a college campus anywhere in America right now. That's the most woke place uh, that you can be. I, I, I would not fit in on a college campus at all. I would die. I would probably show up to the campus, and they would all attack me, and I'd kill them all. And they protect Title IX. They look out for Title IX. And Title IX just in it states that women's sports will receive equal opportunity, uh, just an equal opportunity as the men's sports. And let me dumb this down for you. If that means the men's basketball team gets 20 towels a game, there better be 20 towels for the women's team. That's how you dumb it down the most, right there. That's how far down they'll go. Now, how can you justify paying any athlete then? Because every athlete on that campus has to be paid. And if you don't, then this is what's going to happen. You're going to lose those sports, which in turn means you're going to have to get rid of women's sports, which, by the way, they are not going to allow. Meaning this, let's say a university decides to only pay their basketball and football teams. Well, any university out there on the West Coast, like Long Beach State, whose football team sucks, or Cal State Fullerton, and they have all this money, well, guess what? Football team doesn't get paid for a few years. Now your baseball team, you can build a fucking tight, uh, a franchise there for scholarships to come. But the girls team's going to get just as much money. Just letting you know. This is the way it is. This is the way that college works. It doesn't work the good old-fashioned way. And here's the good old-fashioned way. 
let's say that I went to the University of Connecticut and the head football coach came to me and said, hey, we need this, that, and the other. And I would look at him and go, why don't you go ask the girls' basketball coach if you can get that? Because, you see, he runs everything around here. You don't. See, there are some schools where the women's sports actually do lead the way. University of Connecticut's not a huge university. They're women. That's the big winner on campus, Duke. We all know the big winner on campus at Duke is basketball. North Carolina, North Carolina, it's always going to be a basketball school, and every now and then they have good football teams, and that's what's happening right now. Same with the University of Texas, where it's always been a football school, but every once in a while we have a good basketball team. Then there are some schools, and, and Texas is, is lucky to be one of these schools like USC. Football, basketball, and baseball. Uh, Orca21 says, I see tuition increasing to pay these kids. Where does the money go now for the equivalent of pro football, basketball teams, and baseball teams? Tuition could be free or greatly reduced with the amount of money for some sort of these schools. Tuition's going to, look, look, here's the thing. That, that tuition shouldn't be raised. Every year, tuition goes up at every college around the country. Why are these kids not receiving any of that money? And, and, and let, me, let me put down my big Arnie Czar thing real quick. Let me get rid of the Title IX because I, I don't believe, unless you change Title IX, that you're ever going to see any college kids get ever paid. If it was my way, this is the way that I would rule it. If you want to pay your athletes, you have to pay them the money that you make. A portion of that money is that you make from television appearances, bowl games, national championships. And see, I would put I would put the foot down. This is what I know they do in the in the Big Twelve. Let's say that your team, the Texas Longhorns, because that's everybody's favorite team. Wins the national championship again. I know, crazy, right? Your school gets about. I want to. Is, is it is it closer to thirty million dollars now to be in that game to win it? The loser gets like twenty two. So your university is given thirty million dollars just for winning that game. Thirty million dollars that they split with the rest of the conference. Yeah. So a shitbag school like Baylor gets a ten. They get they get ten percent of that. They get three million dollars. Now I say that that go, that's all bullshit. All these bulls pay people to be there. So you want to pay your athletes? You go to extracurricular places. You make it incentive based. Once again, I'm getting rid of Title IX. If you have a kid at your school that wins a Heisman Trophy, all the money that, that, that is made on his T-shirt sales, his jersey sales, interviews with him, 
things like that, anything that you monetize from that, he should get a proceeding of that. If you have a player that, or a team, there, there's no stand. There, there's a team, and you need the whole team. Why not pay them the money you make from television, or the money you get from the bowl game? Why don't you pay them with that? You take that thirty million dollars uh, that you got from winning the last year's national championship game. That money is divvied out among the players because maybe the year before they didn't go to the national championship game and they went to some, you know, shit kicker bowl and they, the, the, the team only got paid a million dollars. Now they're getting paid 30 times that. Make it incentive-based. Hey, women's sports, they have shit on, you know, the Ocho and shit like that. The pro and, and and this is where I, I keep running into the the, the giant bus like the, the the women's basketball team at whatchamacallit at uh at Connecticut those gals should be getting some of that money they have sold out arenas there for women's basketball and they play in the men's arena this is like the old girls gym at, uh, on Virginia Street in Nevada. Those gals should be getting paid money, I think. They bring so much attention to the school, notoriety, championships, money. They should see a part of that. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But Title IX does because now you got to pay the boys too. The boys ain't doing shit to bring anybody to the University of Connecticut. It's the University of Connecticut, the fighting insurance salesman. I mean, for Christ's sake. Huskies, I, I'm sorry, the, the, the Yukon Huskies. They changed it from the, the insurance guys? That's weird. Uh, and I, by the way, by the way, I don't think that the Supreme Court's going to rule on this because Title IX gets in the way. That, 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 that's the end-all, be-all of everything is Title IX gets in the way. A female bowler at the University of Nevada will make the exact same amount as the Heisman Trophy winner, wherever you want him to go this year. Is that right? Don't think so. All right, final story here. Michael Strahan, we talked about it yesterday, and I was bummed out that he got his teeth fixed. It seems that I, I, I they haven't announced it yet, but it seems like, he got one over on me. I didn't realize what day it was. And it looks like it may have been an April Fool's Day joke. Well played, Strahan. Well played. I, I hate April 1st. April 1st is the worst day. Got all these people wanting to play pranks, do all this kind of shit. I hate it. Fucking hate it. Can't stand it. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. Seven seven five three five seven fans. When we come back. Actually, no, we're not going to take a break here. No, no, we're not. No. 
Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you about Deshaun Watson yet. Yeah, okay, never mind. Never mind. Shit, I'll shut up. Uh, Deshaun Watson, his attorney says 18 professional female massage therapists. And they're saying that nothing happened. Nothing happened between them and the quarterback. Even though 21 other women have filed lawsuits against him, alleging he touched them inappropriately, rubbed his pee-pee on them, you know, did some kind of wiener dance, all this kind of crazy shit. And then all these other guys, and he picked up all these women on Instagram. Now, I don't know about you, but it, like, if I need a massage, I probably look, I don't know, online under massages. I'm not going to go to Instagram. I am not young, though. I'm not, I, I'm not the youngest guy in the world. He, he's a younger fella. Maybe that's what the kids do now. Maybe Instagram is the new 411. God, how old am I know, knowing how 411 is? And I believe the attorney for all 21 women accusing Deshaun has come out and said, no, I'm not going to give you any other names. I'm not going to work with his lawyer. I think you kind of have to, don't you? But it's not only in criminal cases. Is this an inside job? Is, is, is this the Texans saying, hey, you, 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 nobody wants you. So we're going we're gonna to come up with this story. I'm ready for this story. I'm, I'm ready for the truth to come out about this story because it involves the Texans, who I hate, and Deshaun Watson, who I think is quite overrated. So I'm tired of hearing about this. I would rather hear about a good player. And if it turns out he did actually do all this, what a scumbag. (sighs) All right, now, let me, uh, wait, let's see, delete all this, yeah. Officially opening day. Yes, yes, it is. Uh-huh. Um, Douglas sent me this yesterday, and I found this to be funny. And this is what I this is what I love about America. Washington D.C. Democrats propose a new sugary drink tax to address health inequities. In America. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the proposed and hated fat tax. Lawmakers are looking to enact a new tax on sugary drinks. Forcing consumers to pay more for the products they want will deter them from drinking such sugary beverages. Brianne Nadow, a member of the Washington, D.C. City Council and all-around rudimentary cunt,
introduced the measure. The legislation would repeal an existing 8% tax on sugary drinks, which is 2% higher than the existing sales tax in Washington. Enacting the sugary drink tax would begin rectifying long-standing health inequities made even more apparent by the dreaded and horrible coronavirus. Can I just stop you there? Okay. I guess this is just in Washington, D.C., and national lawmakers are starting to look at this. Well, I'm glad you sent this to me, Douglas. You see, Mayor Bloomberg tried the same thing in New York. When he was the mayor of that godforsaken New York City. New York City! Now now it's more godforsaken, but back when he was the mayor. He tried to to ban large sodas. And we did a good job at making McDonald's get rid of the supersize menu. What nobody will ever tell you about that bullshit documentary, Supersize Me, I do believe the man won an Academy Award for it by not telling the truth. The truth is, if you eat McDonald's three times a day for six months, everything that happened to you is going to happen to you. It's not good. It's processed. Yes, we all know that. But we also all know that, that, that every meal should not be consumed at McDonald's. So there was a flaw, a gigantic flaw in the entire documentary. You see, there's no control. If you want to do an experiment, you do a control. Where one person eats at McDonald's every day, every fucking meal. You have to have a bunch of people do this study to to manage to see how where their health is. Then you got a person on the other side who does never eat at McDonald's. Same time frame. Two-month period, we'll say. Person eats there once a day. Person eats there twice a day. And then that person eats there every day, or every meal every day. See what the health differences are. Is your health going to be worse off? Yeah, of course. It's fucking fast food. It's not good for you. It's still food. Is chat working? Uh, Let's see. Or am I just not saying anything that's worthy of your, your response? But but let me say this right now. To all you future pundits that propose these ideas, you will be able to take this Dr. Pepper out of my cold goddamn hands. 
Because this is what they did in New York. When the tax came, they paid it. They actually bought more. And that's what we'll do. We'll buy more. You can't stop us from buying it. If you want to tax the shit out of us for it, fine. We'll stop buying something else so we can afford what we like, what made us so fat. If it's sugary drinks, well, then it's sugary drinks. Guess I'll give up on that pledge. I won't buy that anymore so I can pay the tax on my sugary drinks. I'll just wet a rag down, and that's what I'll dust with. We will find a way around your stupid tax. Do you really think that we're not going to get that stuff because you put this tax on it? Hashtag cigarettes. People still smoke, not as many. They still do it no matter how much tax you put on it. They still drink no matter how much tax you put on it. You can strike these are these are what these should be called the guilt taxes. Shouldn't be called the sugary drink tax. They should have the guilt taxes. Just call them out for what they are. It's like Walmart. Walmart, hey, you should make everybody look at everybody who's buying tobacco products at your store since you only offer it at two lines and only one person's ever working there and he has a massive brain injury. But that's okay. I'll play by your rules. I'll let you scarlet letter me like this. And guess what? I'll still buy it then. Fuck Bloomberg and Supersize Me movie. I, I want my bucket of fries and supersize Dr. Pepper with my 40-piece nugget meal. You're goddamn right. You have to get rid of the supersize. It's so unhealthy for everybody. No, it was unhealthy for you. You know, there's some people that probably eat that shit all damn day, every fucking day, and not gain weight. Isn't that weird? I know that that shouldn't happen, but it does. Uh, They make those sugary drinks knowing sugar uh, lights up more receptors in your brain and far more addicting than cocaine. If they get people addicted to it and want to buy it, and then they turn around and tax you, can anyone else see the writing on the wall? Look, hey, it's there. Yes. Yeah, but you only get three sa- two sauces. They're fucking bastards at McDonald's. And that's the funny part of things is that, yes, sugar, everybody wants to talk about how bad cocaine is, how bad meth, meth is bad. They want to talk about gateway drugs, gateway this, gateway that. Don't ever tell anybody that caffeine and sugar is a gateway drug. Don't ever tell anybody that. They will rip your fucking head off. No, it fucking isn't, man. But it is. Bullshit. No, caffeine and sugar. They, they are. They, they are the. They are the epitome of gateway. They are more gateway than marijuana.
take people's caffeine away from them, their sugar away from them. See how much they change. When I was uh, when I was in detox, I'll never forget this. The, 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 the toughest part of detox for me, and it, it wasn't even leaving the pills. I'll never forget this. Uh, first day in there, uh, they, they take us in through the, the garage. And the garage is like the pantry. That's where they've got all the food and stuff. Because at any time, there's, there's up to, let's see, two, four, six. I think there's as many as six people in this house along with the, the handlers. It was a private residence. There's as many as six people in there at a time coming down on whatever thing they're coming down on. And I'll never forget being out in the garage, and I go, hey, do I ask you guys, can, can you pick me up some Dr. Pepper? And it was literally like I loaded a needle and jammed it into a baby's arm and shot that kid full of fucking hair on. The look they gave me. And they informed me that this was a healthy detox. And then they explained what healthy meant. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. All right. So I played by the rules. I had their nasty green drink in the morning. Which, I mean, that that was the fucking bowel disintegrator. I had that. By day two and a half, <laughs> so diet, Dr. Pepper, right? No, no, stack R, no. So day two and a half, uh, one of the guys who I'm talking to, he knows who I am. He listens and all this kind of stuff, right? And he goes, he goes, man, you, you don't look too good. And I go, well, I, it's not that I'm coming down from the I have a fucking terrible headache because I haven't had any fucking Dr. Pepper. I haven't had any caffeine or sugar. He goes, well, they got tea. I go, well, I fucking hate tea. And I go, plus, if it's tea, I have to drink sweet tea. He goes, I can make you sweet tea. I was like, all right. So he goes in there, and, and nobody's watching us. By the way, we're unsupervised this entire time. Bunch of addicts that are unsupervised playing with fire. So he's cooking up the sugar in there, right? And we're keeping the, the counselor. Oh, he's just making tea. Puts that shit in there. Man, he put so much sugar in there. As soon as I took a sip of that, my headache was gone. I was like, holy shit, this is a miracle. The only time I've ever thought, ooh, wow, tea was good. And then that night, one of the counselors brought me a couple Dr. Peppers because I was doing a good job. So there you go. But, yeah, that sucked. But, yeah, you want to impose a fat tax? We will find our way through that fat tax. Hey, more power. if that's the way you want to make more money, tax more foods. Fat people are still going to eat. You ain't going to stop them. You want to put a luxury tax on steakhouses? They'll stay in business. You know why? Rich people like to eat steak. There ain't a lot of cattlemen that are going out to restaurants to eat steak. They don't sit down and they go, oh, wow, that's an expensive pound of meat. They don't know. They look at that and go, okay, pound of this. Okay, it's aged for this long. Dude, I, I made one of the baddest steaks ever the other day. <whistles> just easy salt and pepper rub. Just let it sit out a little longer. Whew. So good. 
So, so good. All right. Uh, now we'll take the break. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler. Let's see. I played that and that, and then I'll play this and uh, this. This. Please, please. 
the Boston Red Sox are the world champions. For the first time in 86 years, the Red Sox have won baseball world championship. Can you believe it? Tessie is the royal root is rally cry. Tessie is the tune they always sung. Tessie echoed April through October nights after serenade installed in Indian Young. Tessie is a maiden with a sparkling eyes. Tessie is a maiden with a love. She doesn't know the meaning of her side. She's got a comment full of Sometimes when the game is on
But let me hear you. Good and loud. All right, Gary. All one. All two. All three. Take me out to the those videos all day long but then i wouldn't be able to do the show so here we are back on the show last hour or so of the show coming up last segment we were talking about fat taxes and things like that hey you want us to pay more i'll pay more get to me more dr pepper i'll pay more fuck you alicia says how about they give people that don't have health issues a kickback yes i think that's a great idea you don't go to the the hospital the doctor for like two years Insurance like 50% off then. Something like that, or you get a tax break. I'm fine with that. I, I, I am okay with this reward system that we have in society. If you choose to live that way and you're not a burden on us, yes, absolutely, you should get some. All right. In what has to be the longest single-car accident investigation in the history of time where no one died in it. L.A. sheriffs have said the investigation into the crash that left Tiger Woods severely injured is wrapped up. Now, here's where it gets weird. A cause has been determined. The investigation has concluded, but we're not going to say what it was because we need permission from Tiger Woods to reveal what caused the crash. Now, I've I've never heard of anything like this. This is now... Now, now the hairs on my neck are kind of starting to stand up a little bit. What does that mean? This sheriff, Sheriff Alexander Villanueva, said that investigators needed permission from Woods to reveal the cause of the crash. The legal experts have cast doubt on this claim. This isn't a hip issue. What the fuck? Maybe he was loaded? No, because they, they would they would have had that. They would have said it smelt like that, and they, they said there was no blood test, anything like that. So it was drugs, and because they're afraid of a libel lawsuit, they're staying quiet. Oh, you mean loaded like on drugs. Okay, that's what you meant, loaded. Oh, wow. 
Well, you, you got to think about it. If Tiger hadn't kicked pharmaceuticals, like if he was back on him, maybe not like he was before, but this is what caused that accident, how bad is it going to get now? With all these pins and rods in him? I don't count Tiger Woods out, but man, oh, man. Breaking news. uh, Deshaun Watson had to ask Tiger to give him a massage, and we all know how that ends. Uh, (laughs) Evidence appeared to support forensic experts' earlier theories that Woods, who was on his way to a golf court, had fallen asleep at the wheel. That guy from fucking Happy Days, Kids Happy Days was a show that was on when we were kids about the 50s era in in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There was this loser on the show, and his name was Potsy. He could sing really well, but he was was always Potsy. He's come out and said, well, that wouldn't have happened with my new, you know, Refresh. I guess he's like an info salesman now. And he sells this wake-up like thing where you spray it in your face. Yeah, it's called water, dumb fuck. That's no kind of fucking miracle fucking wake you up when you're on the road shit. That's just water. And let me just say this right now. You know. You know for a fact. I'll, I'll say. I guarantee. I have ruined someone's day. Because they probably saw this story. Ooh, Anson, I think his name was Anson Williams. Anson Williams has a special wake-up thing that you spray in your face if you start falling asleep when you drive. Well, I'm going to purchase that. Yes, yes. It's water! (laughs) That's all it is. It's safe. It's deemed appropriate. Like, like, oh, I, I need to find this. Like, oh, let's find this product. This is too much. This is too funny. This is way too funny. Uh, Anson Williams, Tiger Woods. Happy Days actor Anson Williams believed product he is selling could have helped Tiger Woods. <laughs> he is now selling or flogging, as they wrote in the story, an ingenious product that he believes could have saved Tiger Woods. Williams, who played Warren Potsy Weber, uh, was a second cousin to Dr. Henry Heimich. Uh, Heimlich. Oh, okay, the Heimlich maneuver guy. The actor, who's 71, said six years ago his cousin told him he, kept, uh, could, he couldn't stay awake during long drives. And a squeeze of lemon juice acts as a bolt of adrenaline. I called Henry and I said, why don't we put uh, citric acid in a spray? This would solve more, save more lives than the Heimlich Maneuver. So I, I apologize. It's lemon zest that you spray in your face. Wow. Way to corner the market there, Anson. Way to give it all you... He gave it all away right there. Uh, 
if you take this little spray, alert drops, you're up, you're alert, you're safe, it's natural. <laughs> you're spraying lemon juice in your eyes. You're awake because that fucking stings, you asshole. What? By the way, by the way, what kind of shit bag tries to profit off of Tiger Woods' fucking terrible car accident? He is just as bad as one of the property owners going down and taking a bumper and then selling that on the dark web. Let's call them alert drops. No, let's call it sting me in the fucking eye drops. I want to find a doctor that thinks it's a good idea to spray lemon in your eye. On the road. That's the last part that you have to put in there. Alicia, do me do me a favor today. When you go in, in and there's a doctor around you today, ask the doctor, doctor, do you think it would be a good idea while I was driving if sometimes I squirted lemon juice in my eye? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That right there, that's up there, honestly, with my idea that will corner the market at all REIs and all outdoorsman shops. <laughs> Alicia says, I'll just answer for you, Dow. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, I could become a gozillionaire. You go to these extreme places where these people take extreme hikes. I have got a revolutionary idea, ladies and gentlemen, for you. Arnie States is instant water. It's a can that you purchase at REI for two, three ninety nine, and then you take it out on your hike with you. It's called instant water. The ingredients, there are none. It's instant water. The directions are simple. When you get thirsty, open can, fill with water. Arnie states is instant water in a can. Telling you right now, I would make so much money until that first death. Hey, man, this guy promised instant water. Yeah, just add water. That's instant. Uh, All right, more things that you sit here and you just go, what the fuck, dude? Really? U.S. Capitol officers are suing. Okay, ask family, I need your help. I need your help here. U.S. Capitol officers are Officers are suing Donald Trump for inciting the January 6th riot. 
Officers say they suffered physical and emotional injuries in the riot. They said was aided and abetted by Donald Trump. Now, I'm no legal expert by any means. I've never even opened a law book. I do believe, though, uh, him not being or him being acquitted of his impeachment or not being all the way impeached for inciting the riot, they didn't find him guilty of inciting the riot. So why are these cops suing? Zach just sent me breaking news. Here's the thing, Zach, for me, yeah, I like hearing that. I've been watching the progress of it. And Arch Manning, Peyton's nephew, Cooper's boy, Eli's nephew, Archie's grandson, is considering the University of Texas. I like it. Not going to bet on it yet. Not going to hold my breath. Ole Miss is still in the running, and so is Tennessee. I think that young man should make a name for himself and go to the Big 12 and go to the University of Texas. But that's me. Uh, So they're suing now, even though he was already deemed by Congress. I, I think Congress weighs a little bit more than a jury, doesn't it? If Congress deems you not to be responsible for said riots, how does this case get through? Uh, They're talking about the... I mean, if you want to, if you want to ser- serve papers on one or more of the three hundred people that were charged with the riot, like if you want to go out and you want to see the the dickhead with the fucking horns on his helmet, you want to sue him? Go ahead. But once again, is this is this a cheap grab at money? Please don't be just a cheap grab at money. Thinking that he's going to settle with you. President's been set. Congress said he wasn't responsible for the riots. You lost. Try again. Hey, man, I I, I feel bad for those people. Oh. God damn. I want to do the story, but now I got to subscribe to the Daily News. I don't want. To, I don't want to sign up, so I won't do the story. The story about how uh, recreational marijuana use has been legalized in New York, all of New York, including New York City. New York City. Yep. Mm-hmm. They need to go after Pelosi. Amen to that. Pelosi didn't have enough security around. Go after your higher-ups. Go after the people that actually did it. Well, we got to look at the big money guy in the sky. Let's look at the orange man. He, he does everything that's bad. 
police are they, they're uncertain. The story was uh, New York State has legalized recreational use of marijuana, and I started laughing. I was like, well, where are they going to smoke? It's illegal to smoke on the streets of New York. Thank you, Mayor Bloomberg. Like, that blows me away. You can't, you can't smoke on the streets of New York. You're, you're outside. You should be allowed to smoke outside. Okay. So now you're going to legalize weed. So where are they going to smoke? You can't smoke out on the streets. I feel better that Stabler is returning to law and order tonight, especially having to read this story. I know it was sent to me yesterday. There we go, law and order, baby. SVU, organized crime, crossover event, Monday, April 1st. Oh, this better not be some kind of gag. The NBC's doing, you motherfuckers. I'm on to your game. How the fuck did that pass? Everyone I knew from New York smokes, yeah. They're like Europeans. Yeah, oh, it passed because that's what Bloomberg wanted. Bloomberg wanted the streets cleaned up and all this kind of stuff, and he was kind of a little fucking, a little titan when it came to that. The the man who cleaned up the actual streets was Giuliani, and then the guy who took it too far was Bloomberg. I mean, I I, kind of revel back to a time when I can think about when you went to a restaurant and you could sit in either the smoking or non-smoking section. Remember that? uh, By the way, it didn't fucking matter. Smoke travels. And you can have all the systems in place. Oh, well, we soaked the cigarette smoke out. You're still going to smell it. It, It's a smell. You're going to smell it at some point. It it was like when, when airplanes had a smoking section. In a non-smoking section. It's funny to think back on those days. Because there ain't a restaurant in, the wor- in America that you could smoke in, I don't think. And now you can you can smoke weed. Fantastic. Uh, okay, now I got to do this story now, I guess. Uh, what Zach just text me. You're right, Giuliani made Times Square a hotspot again. He really did. He cleaned up the whole area. Look, Times Square was a fucking, it was it was a red light district for a long time. That's where all the hoes were. What, what? A seven-year-old boy from upstate New York. They still have it in Tahoe, uh, smoking it on. Okay. Just go to a casino and smoke in garage lot. Uh, you can't smoke in Davis. I don't know. Uh, that till I let up people because, or people looked me at me like I was beating a kid. Oh, when you lit up? Oh, God, yeah. People are going to look at you. Oh, my God. What's he doing? Seven-year-old in New York, upstate New York, has been charged with rape. Good God. I I just didn't. Uh, it shouldn't have happened to seven-year-old. I don't think you could even realize that we were doing it seven. And they're not saying who the 
They're just saying he's being charged with rape. That's it. That's gross. Seven-year-old shouldn't be doing that. Come on now. That kid's going to be in prison for the rest of his life. There you go. You should have took that one down the hatch instead of in the snatch, Mom. Emmy winner turned hoarder, Evelyn Sackash, 66, found mummified under a huge pile of garbage in her New York kitchen. I don't know if any of y'all still watch Hoarders. I still catch it every now and then. You know there's that network that shows those shows, the extreme cheapskate guys. I still want the, so I'm in love with the mama's boy to come back. But I tell you this, man. Hoarders is a show that you will watch and you will learn to like to clean after watching Hoarders. I will never, when I was introduced to that show, I was like, no way. And this is the first time I've ever heard of a person die. Like, they never filmed that. That never gets to happen on the episodes of Hoarders. The closest you get, and this is really horrible, and this shows how fucked up these people are. A lot of times, you, you see a lot of dead animals on that show, and it's horrific. Like, there was one time on Hoarders, this old boy had like 10,000 rats living in his house. That's an easy fix. You burn that son of a bitch to the ground. But they took all the rats out. I mean, that that's gross, dude. You're living with 10,000 rats. And, of course, they find some that are, like, chewed in half. And you're like, oh, for God's sakes. But I'll never forget, like, this lady, she had cats. She had, like, six or seven cats at a time. And they finally got to this gal's living room, which is just encased in just crap. Newspapers, furniture, fucking blouses from the Goodwill, all this shit just stacked on top of stacks on top of stacks. And they finally get to the couch, and they're going to move the couch out because it's fucking just gross, covered and shit. And they pull it up, and you see the carcasses of, like, four cats under there. At that point right there, that's when I think the police should step in and, and charge these people with animal cruelty. Right at that second. And they never do. You find four carcasses of dead cats. That's awful, people. They tell the gal that, and she's like, well, I I knew that. I thought they ran away. I thought they they were more feral than anything. No, more than anything, they're dead. That's what they are more than anything. That show makes me throw things out. Oh, it's so fantastic. That, 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 that is a show that will kind of makes you scratch. Because, you know, and I've tried to crank call them before, and they'll call back. They call back a lot. Yeah, so I can't, I, I can't call them anymore. 
How long was this gal missing? I was tipped off after not hearing from her in a while. Uh, this lady started hoarding uh, in October of 2020. Well, that didn't take her long at all. Cleaned her sound her mummified remains at 4.15 Tuesday. Mm. Oh, man, that's gross, dude. That's not a way I want to go. I don't want the, the cleaning staff to find me, you know, in, in a stack of trash. The Voices Kelly slammed after replacement Kelsey makes debut. Huh? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mom on OnlyFans. This OnlyFans stuff has got to go away, I tell you. I mean, there's all these people making, like, you know, you keep hearing these stories about, oh, OnlyFans made me a better mother. Really? What, because you can buy shit for your kid now? Is, is that what it is? Okay. Because that's all you're doing different. That and, you know, showing your cooch off to fucking strangers. Did I say that? That, that, that might have been wrong of me. Uh, let's see. She's been missing since September. Okay. I hadn't seen her in a while. Might, might try her apartment? Anybody pick anything up there? No? Okay. Well, it looks like, uh, <laughs> pardon me, uh, Hollywood is not listening to anything that any of us are saying, and by what we are saying is give us new stuff. Did she die back on Halloween and she was dressed as an actual mummy? Maybe her costume was killer. <laughs> uh After dominating television for over a decade, and then spinning off into multiple spinoffs, word emerged that CBS is developing a revival of CSI. It's official. CSI Vegas, a sequel to the flagship series that will see William Peterson and Georgia Fox Returning as Gil and Sarah. Uh, also will star Paula Newsom, Matt Laurie, Mel Rodriguez, and Mandeep Dillon. Wallace Langham will also reprising his role of uh, Hodges. The revival will open in a brand new chapter in Vegas where it all began. Well, I got to tell you, there's some bad ideas, and then there's some ideas I sit there and I go, well, God damn it, it's not new, but, you know, that was a pretty good show. CSI was a pretty goddamn good show. I even enjoyed CSI Miami. CSI Davenport was not that, not that good. Had that weird CSI Tupelo. Not a lot going on in those two shows. 
that's how a bully is going to get you your lunch money and now your dad's lunch money, and he's going to give you his mom's only fan address. <laughs> Make me a better parent. Okay. All right. So is this going to be the new trend now on TV? Are we seeing the beginning of this? All right, just for 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 shits and giggles here. Let's see. Wait, Douglas here. Schwarzenegger warns Newsom. Uh, I I saw this story. Yeah, the recall effort isn't from uh, is from ordinary people, not extremists, and looks like the the movement that took out Gray Davis. He's not saying this is just whack job Republicans coming after him. He said the whole state is pissed off at him. I agree with that. I hope. I hope the whole state is pissed off at him. I need to get I need to get some new bumper music. I need to find some new music because I, I I just thought of a new segment here. Wrong answers only. Yeah, you, you know how you get those clips every now and then on social media. How about we do that right here? Wrong answers only on the Mixler page. Wrong answers only. And what I'll try to do is I'll try to cast them for you. And I, I'll, I'll start. Uh, I'll start. Wrong answers only. TV shows that you would love to see be remade or brought back like CSI Vegas. Shows you want to see brought back. Wrong answer only. Hmm. I'll start this out with uh, Three's Company. I'd like to see this show come back. And this is what it'll star. It'll 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 star uh two two trans and a gay living together. Stackart has Walker, Texas Ranger, yes. Elaine, the Sopranos. Oh god, the Sopranos. Yeah, instead this time we do the Sopranos. But 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 they're Swedish. Duncan Dukes and Gonson Goose and the Swedish Mafia. Yeah. Two and a half men. This is it in, in this two and a half men <laughs> you hire five midgets. <laughs> That's the real two and a half men. Friends and cheers. See, I, these shows would be great. Like, uh, like I, I know I'm saying wrong answers only because we know they're going to ruin them. We know that they're going to ruin them. There is no way a show like Cheers could be on right now. And I'll tell you why. Uh, here, here you go. This is where we'll change it. Cheers is, I, that, that's how I can do it, how it's changed. Okay. Walker, Texas Ranger, it's changed because the guy, nobody's afraid of the guy. That's that one. Uh, Elaine, I don't even know where that show was. You mean Seinfeld? The Sopranos. Okay, you're going to have to make this one more politically correct. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to show the Irish doing a lot of bad things as well. Because not all Italians are bad. 
Two and a half men? Well, you got it. Five midgets. And you know that's funny. Three's company. Nobody has any issues with Jack being gay. They don't make fun of him for it. They, they applaud him for it. Friends, well, there's going to be a black one. There's going to be a trans one. They, you're going to have to put that in there. Seinfeld. Remember, uh, remember what's his name? Apu? Or not even Apu. I, I forget the, the guy that Jerry got deported. He's now a regular cast member. Every episode. MASH. This is the way they're going to do MASH. We get blown to bits all the time. Ha, 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 Or Walker's a female. That would have been a way to make it, yes. I said nobody's scared of him. So, yeah, pretty much I did call him a female there. All in the family? No. Can't do it. I, 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 I will not, and I won't even play with Sanford and Son either. And Chico and the man. Chico and the man, only if Chico gets a multi-million dollar lawsuit because the man has been anally raping him for 30 years. I mean, Sanford was way out on its own anyway that Lamont had a dad. Don't pretend you're not laughing. You didn't see the new Walker because basically he is, LOL. Yeah, I haven't seen that show. I, I will not watch that show. No, man, that, 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 you can't even call it Walker. Don't, don't put Texas Ranger around it. Call that big, uh, big old piece of crap. Different strokes. Now what happened? Oh, different strokes. This is the easiest one to do. A rich black man atops two white kids to live in his deluxe apartment in the sky high. That's how you do different strokes. That's easy. Oh, but we'll do it this way. He adopts two white girls. And he has an older boy, so he looks out for the girls, kind of. Oh, he has housekeepers and things like that. They're white. Silver spoons. You can have rich people. You can have rich people as long as the rich people aren't white. Uh, Let's say that uh, silver spoons. Hmm. How can I do this one here? Rich kid. Well, see, the way I could see this one being even a hit is that you make it like a, a silver spoons and gold bullets. That's what you call the show. And you make it about a cartel kid. Roots. Not touching it, Stackar. Not touching it with a 10-foot fucking pole. You dickhead, you. Beverly Hillbillies? How would they remake that? Let's see. Uh... Oh, Doogie Howser. Let, let me do this one. Zach just sent me Doogie Hauser. Easy. Girl. Middle Eastern girl. Boom. TV show on. Stamp it. Ooh, two for Fresh Prince? 
Beverly Hillbillies. Um, I'll tell you how they do the Beverly Hillbillies now. Well, you can't really do it that way. Yeah, you maybe could. You make those people Native American. That's how you do it. The indigenous people. They made their land instead of off of a casino, now off of oil on their land. That's a good one. Fresh Prince. Hmm. All right, let's see. Fresh Prince. See, when you throw ones like that at me, those are tough. Because that one, I mean, that one's the ideal one. Ah, the way I would remake it. Okay, so there's either the way to remake it or the way I would remake it. This is the way I would remake it. I would flip the script. And I would send Carlton to Philly to be raised by 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 Will's mom and the streets of Philadelphia to toughen him up. There you go. There you go. You flip the script. You toughen up a kid. That that like I said, that shit will never be made. But that's how you do it. Life goes on. It's another one of those shows. Fucking Pam. Pam, are you just going through the most liberal shows you can think of to see how I'm going to make them worse? <laughs> Life goes on. Cork Becca. 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 You can't redo Life Goes On. That's perfect as it is. That is so perfect as it is. Wonder Years. Oh, you, you, you can do Wonder Years. Well, I mean, look. You can redo either one of them. Just throw in an ethnic family. That's all you got to do. Do wonder years, and their family Hispanic people. Wonder years, same thing with that with, with a black family. Tim says, "Alf, hey Willie, hey Willie, I'm gonna rub Kate's kitty." I can't imagine. <laughs> like, Alf is now like Syrian. Hey, Willie. That's the alien life force that's now here. By the way, Resident Evil ended last night. Or not Resident Evil, Resident Alien. A new show that was on this season last night was a season finale. If you get a chance to watch this, watch it. It was a great series. I, I did season one was fantastic. I can't say enough good things about it. It was really funny. Uh, they're remaking Wonder Years, and it's a black family. Yeah, see that that's how you do it right there. Nine zero two one zero, all Middle Eastern kids here. You call it you you call it UAE. Nine zero two one zero 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 zero. Webster, oh, that uh, Webster's easy. You adopt a really tall-ass white kid. 
Kid's like seven six, and he's eight. Married with children, they won't touch that. Married with they, they, these are Fox shows. The Fox shows aren't going to change. I mean, look, they they've already queefed up the Simpsons enough. The Simpsons have queefed themselves up enough. Thank God for shows like Family Guy. Shows that push the limits. Shows like South Park. Thank Christ for places like that. I tell you, it, it is it is getting to be so dumb to watch TV now. And you have to see people wearing masks on the shows. And I, I, it, honestly, I think that's dumb. I know they're just trying to reflect society in their show. I think it's dumb. <laughs> they already made a bizarre version of The Wonder Years. It's called <laughs> Shameless. It's the least wholesome show ever. I love Shameless. Shameless is a great show. It started as a British show. The British show is hard to watch. Shameless, though, they did the right job with that. That great show. Last season's on right now on, on Showtime. Only a couple episodes, I think, left. Uh, all right. Let's see. What else we got? Anything? Whoa, holy shit. Oh, this is a fantastic story. Look at that. We get to go back to this place? Oh, my gosh. This is the second time we've been there this week. Hold the phone, y'all. It is. Ain't no people are places worth seeing there. It's just a real bit. Yuck. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Amen. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Stop. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top Tennessee, Rocky Top Tennessee, yeah. Now, all right, they're in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. A guest on an amusement attraction, uh, an amusement attraction, was severely injured. State has launched an investigation. Into the circumstances surrounding the incident. Uh, the, the person was riding the Gatlinburg Mountain Coaster. Now, what this looks like is this is... This is one like... Looks like you're on a bumper boat, but you're on rails. So this is kind of like a, a one-seater roller coaster, and it goes through the hills. Um, describe the guest injury as serious. Confirmed that a third-party investigator deemed the ride to be in compliance. 
Tennessee Department of Labor and Workforce, which oversees the rides, said, yeah, it's under compliance. So I get, what are they saying happened? He flew out of the cart while entering the curve just past Kodak camera. According to an incident report, the rider was thrown approximately 10 feet before landing on a section of the track. Holy shit. He's chucked out. Now, let me just say real quick, shocking. Shocking that they have some sort of contraption like this that you you, you go through the hills on this fucking crazy hill coaster. They're just sliding around. Yeah, nothing to see here. We're just going to throw you off 10 feet. No big deal. How far did he get? I don't know. Do we get a picture of him? Oh, no, it's empty. Oh, we got one before he got to the camera. Man, I was really hoping for a beheading sometime this season. Maybe that or, or, or when we got a pretty gal on there who is obviously related to us in some way. And we pull that lever and it goes in that dark tunnel. And then I pull into the dark tunnel, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm talking about casual rape. That's it. Actually, incestual rape. But, hey, we're in Tennessee, so it's all good. Look, I I don't mean to be a, a snob of the South. I'm going to be, though. Who would fucking ride a roller coaster in Tennessee? I mean, is it is it me? Or is Tennessee not just like you, you would think the hub of carnies? That's like Mecca. Like carnies from all over the world dis- <laughs> descend upon the greater Tennessee region. And they worship there one time a year and then off onto the road they go. To spread their their misguides and and, and 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 to thwart people out of money left and right. Is there a Carney Hall of Fame? Hold on, we, we, we have to look this up. Is is there a Carney Hall of Fame? Is there this damn it if I could type. How would you spell Carney? Carn E Hall of Fame. No, there's is there a career? Uh is there a uh, is there a carnival worker hall? Is there a car? Oh, the OABA is honored most to see the, the Hall of Fame program. Wait. Let's see. Carney, K-R-N-Y. That's the way I would spell it. I don't know what this is. The OBA. That's Corky. Wow. 
outdoor amusement. No, that's not going to be it. I want a Carnival Worker Hall of Fame. You know, the guy that guesses the weight. The strong man. The bearded lady. Crab boy. When I think of carnies, I think of Louisiana for some reason. I can see that. Oh, I can see that, definitely. See, here's the difference, though. I can understand most carnies. That's unlike most people from Louisiana. I can't understand them. I'm happy that they have subtitles on Swamp People. Because every once in a while, they get talking about, and then they throw some French in there, and I'm all fucked up. C-A-R-N-I-E, okay. Ooh, it's like Arnie, but with a C. Hi, my name's Arnie. That's short for Carney. Well, I got this year's Halloween costume figured out. I'm going as Arnie the Carney. Hey, uh, you girls ever tried meth before? I'll take my teeth out and everything for that one. Uh, y'all go, y'all, y'all, y'all guys ever put a sun kiss in your meth? Ooh, boy, that just sparks it up a little bit right there. <laughs> Arnie the Carney. This is a TV show idea. Well, I'm starring in this one, though. This is not animated. <laughs> Arnie the Carney. Uh, you gonna you gonna eat the rest of them nachos? Well, I I saw you spit in them, but you still gonna you gonna eat them? <laughs> hey uh hey kids, uh, uh hey you, you want to see something cool? There's there's a dead body around in the back over there. You give me five dollars, I'll show you. Arnie the Carney. Does Arnie the Carney have a cat? No, that 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 that's my good friend Thomas. That's that that that's my boy right there. I'm Arnie. This is Thomas. He's a cat. My cat. Hey, shut up, dummy. Feces! 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 Oh, I'm liking the idea of Arnie the Carney. Arnie the Carney is what bad what was that shit show that fucking uh the, the bearded guy from the Hangover movie tried to do that Baskin's the Clown show. Oh, Arnie the Carney is so much better than that. So, uh, you're you you're single mom? Is that why you're trying to win this, uh, this here stuffed bunny? See, these episodes just write themselves. He's a horrific person. Arnie the Carney. Uh, so you got like a single mom here tonight trying to win yourself that? You want to win the fluffy bunny? Well, I'll tell you what. You let me uh, fill your pussy, and I'll give you the fluffy bunny. I want to work on this show. I want this show to come out. Just the most awful, rotten creature he didn't care. Show starts with him eating beans out of a fucking can. Expiration date was in the 70s. 
When I think of Arnie the Carney, I'm picturing the clown from Spawn. No, I'm just some dirty old southerner that sometimes puts his teeth in. And I work on the carnival circuit. I'm going to take Joe Dirt to that next level. See me up in the morning working on that show. I'm putting KY jelly on all the basketball rims. Load up all the scales to be exactly right. Me and the scale guy, we work together. He always guesses 112 pounds, so that's where the the scale stops. He clicks a button. If it's a guy, it's like 200 pounds, bam. Oh, I like it. I like I I like this idea a lot. And I think the sidebar on the show is the other way that I make my money <laughs> I sell fake designer bags like Fooey Vuitton. It looks like a Louis, but it's actually a Fooey. <laughs> Dolce and Cabana. <laughs> Yo, man, you want this shirt? It's a polio. <laughs> I hope that you're finding this half as amusing as me. Uh, All right, I'm out of (laughs) here. I got to go watch opening day. That is right, baby. It is opening day, people. Enjoy some baseball today. Eat some peanuts. Eat some Cracker Jacks. Do all that fun stuff. Uh, Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, tomorrow's Friday. Look at that. Friday Eve's already over. Uh, Friday's here tomorrow. Until then, y'all have a great Thursday. Adios, everybody. By the way, they play this after every Rangers win. I'm hoping to hear it a lot this year, people. We're from Dalhart to Del Rio. And out in Paso, well, I've been doing fine on the Houston time. And when the sun sets on the Coconut Bay, welcome way up where. Red River flows on down to the Rio Grande. Well, I was born a native Texican, and I'm proud to say that I am. Yeah, I like Texas. Well, ain't it fine here? I like to pick my guitar down a Lucan bar and drink that Shutterbuck beer. Halls and them little cafes Where you can get a taste of the Lone Star State Strap on your boots and have yourself a laugh or two Well, there's no line dancing, just straight romance in that hill country love Well, it's what I fancy Where strings run clear and Lord, the skies, they are so blue Yeah, I like Texas 
is outside waiting to arrest him.